Welcome to Vicious Talk with Benny P. Coming up, an exciting episode today, jam-packed with some new content, some new type of content here for Vicious Talk. We've been predominantly sports-themed here on our podcast, and I'm bringing back my guest, Connor Larson, who has been a regular here on the podcast lately, discussing a lot of football. And we got a, a new guest, a very special guest, uh, an uh, old friend of both Connor and I, one of our, our old roommates from college, or one of our best friends from college, uh, one of our best friends for life. And we're really looking forward to bringing him on to Vicious Talk for the first time. It's been long overdue. My good friend, Austin McCusker. My man. Out of, eight, out of uh, Newton, Massachusetts, Austin is. We're going to break down some hip hop and some rap here on, on episode 64. And, you know, just looking forward to, to, to chatting it up with some good friends, Connor and Austin. Welcome, welcome, guys. What's poppin', Benny? Benny, happy to be here, Benny. Thanks for having me. Austin, it's great to see that beautiful face of yours, kid. Hey, you as well, man. Yeah, Austin was there originally when, you know, I came up with the idea of Vicious Talk with Benny P. He was, you know, he was in the brainstorming, did like the little brainstorming sessions we used to have back in, in Boston. When I lived out there, we would hang out almost every day, you know, chatting it up, listening to all kinds of different music. And so that's been, you know, Austin and I have a, had a long friendship throughout college and, and for the years afterwards. And, and obviously we still do. And music was always kind of intertwined into our friendship. You know, Austin was one of the first individuals who really exposed me, exposed me to some just, I mean, obviously I came from Los Angeles and when you're from one region and you, and obviously I'm so far away, you, I went all the way out to Massachusetts and I was exposed to a lot of different things. And music was one of those things. Sure. And, and Austin, Austin was really, I mean, was, he was my freshman year roommate and we spent a lot of time, you know, just talking about our likes and our dislikes in life and, and music's music was always playing in the room. And Austin had that, that boom tower speaker. <laughs> and, we got written yeah, up a few times dude, for that and, one. <laughs> Uh, that tower dude it was bumping the whole floor knew when we were listening that's yeah milady 3c back in at the holy cross the holy cross milady days yeah that's a lot of fun might have you know might have not always been when you wanted to have the music on but the music was damn sure always done the man with the playlist i remember the thing is too that's hilarious too is i remember austin was going through a breakup like the first the first couple the first month or so of college and the uh the songs got like were real gloomy sometimes <laughs> were, like real emotional like just real like going major feel oh, we're going there yeah. we're going there huh? <laughs> i think we all went through a breakup the first no. month of college though you know that's kind of the experience totally. that's that's the nature really of the beast but yeah austin really exposed me to some of my favorite types of music that i still listen to to this day i mean guys like i mean, I mean big crit logic like I'll, I'll, i i i'm not even giving it justice to the plethora of of artists that you know austin kind of exposed me to it and really austin was you know a very uh austin you used to use def jam right a lot to download some of the uh or what was it yeah, the yeah. uh you used to dap, dap, dap piff. piff. Sorry, dap jam. You used to dap piff all the time, right? Yeah, dap you're jam good. Is, is, no, the you're record, good. is the label? Yeah, dude, dap piff. I mean, I'm sure we'll be talking about some specific examples later of what dap piff had to offer, but some of them still aren't on streaming platforms. You yeah. Know? So to get that older, mix I use SoundCloud. I try to use SoundCloud to get to access to like those old dap piff files, but like, yeah, that's the only place you can really find them. I mean, unless you yeah. want like a YouTube you know, 480p yeah. version, you're, 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 you know, looking for SoundCloud or that dad piff download, but 
Oh, dude, so many good tapes out there. We'll talk about them later, I'm sure. Totally. Awesome. All right, like, so talking about the guys that I expose you to, these are going to be my picks <laughs> for the draft. You're exposing <laughs> me, bro. Like, foreshadowing, <laughs> foreshadowing. So episode 64, we had this idea of, you know, all, all three of us are heavily involved in fantasy football and fantasy sports. And we had this idea of coming up with like a fantasy style draft of our favorite topics. And we started off with the topic of, hip-hop and rap artists and so we're gonna do an eight round fantasy sports style snake draft of our favorite rap rappers and hip-hop artists and so um our, us three contestants we're gonna be selecting our favorite artists to compose basically our, our our own hypothetical music labels here and the rules for the draft i could list them off for our listeners here so first we must select an artist to fulfill each of the roles i will read off at the end of this it does not need to be in any particular order. So we don't need to, there's not a designated role for each round. It, it's basically truly like a fantasy style, fantasy football style uh, draft where you're filling in your roster. You could, you know, you could prioritize which role you'd like more so than the others or, or you know, there's a lot of strategy to it when we'll, we'll get to those as well, I'm sure. But we're going to be trying to uh, compile a label of artists that make a little bit of sense if they were to work and, and collaborate together. So you obviously don't want, you know, like Jay-Z and, and I don't know, like Post Malone or something like that. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't see how those two would be, you know, meshing too much. So um, guys that have we beef. also must select... <laughs> yeah right you have to consider the beef i mean drake and meek that all that that beef has since been squashed but um things like that as well to consider you get you want some good chemistry in this label so we're looking we gotta you know take that into consideration you don't want, like, as well cardi b and Nicki and, minaj on the same one you know exactly exactly so um we also are going to be selecting at least on each label, one female artist. This was a, 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 t a topic that, you know, we discussed and we feel like there's enough female talent in the rap and hip hop game that there, we should be able to, we, all three of us should at least be able to select one female artist to our exactly. labels and, and use them, you know, utilize them to their full, the full extent of their abilities because there are, I mean, more than three female artists who deserve to be considered amongst the greats in, in this genre of music and uh, wanted to give uh, some, some respect to, to that yeah. side of the, of in, the genre as well. Yeah. And we're, we're not going to be selecting any rap groups. And so we originally were going through this draft a, like a year or two ago when vicious talk was pre the all things analysis days. And we were, discussing trying to incorporate rap groups into the draft and it just got really messy you know trying to like redraft right. guys you know you pick the amigos and then someone wants to take offset or something like that or you pick the roots and your black thoughts right. off the table so we're gonna just gonna go no groups we're gonna you could consider like if you take offset or black thought you could be like well maybe we get a collab with the roots so we get a collab with amigos you know that's kind of a cool idea but other than that we're we're going to be sticking to the individuals so if you want to pick someone out of a group that feel free to do so as well also dead artists artists that have passed away are they going to be a little bit downgraded in, in the for the purpose of this this draft just because they can't produce future records because obviously I'm, I'm trying to put together a hypothetical label here and so the purpose of a label you know is to make money as you go forward in the future and um Obviously, a, a artist who has passed away for the most part has can't produce more music. I mean, you guys got you got guys like Mac Miller and Triple Extension, and those guys are putting out an album, an album or two after they passed away. But that's just like the log. That's just you know that's 
that's their archives. Mm-hmm. And so we're not we're not getting a whole lot of new content out of these artists that have passed away. You're open to select them. I mean, obviously like Biggie and and Tupac, those guys are legends in this genre. And they're they're justifiably in, in serious consideration for a lot of these roles that we're going to be discussing on our rosters here. Um, but obviously an artist who has passed away isn't going to be as much of a benefit uh, to these hypothetical labels that we're working on um, during this draft just because they obviously can't produce the new music. Um, but those are going to be the, the main rules of the draft. Now, here are some of the role. Here are the roles that we're going to be selecting. We're going to p- pick eight artists per per label. So 24 rappers in total are going to be selected here on in the, in our draft. And we're going to be starting with. Um, sorry, there's no role of the. Uh, obviously, I, I mentioned there's no there's no you know set role. Uh, order of the roles that we have to select but just you know with no particular order position I'll right go through like each a quarterback the, running back wide exactly. receiver so you know you can take a quarterback or a running back in the first round just like you can take the leader godfather or, or a lyricist conscious rapper in the first round it's your choice but exactly. you want to fill out your entire roster just like you want to get a tight end and a quarterback you know so very well perfect done. All right, so let me read these. Let me read these out for everybody. So the leader and the godfather of our labels. That's going to be, you know, the 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 big guys, the big honchos, the headliner. And we're going to be looking at these artists are someone who has experience, some expertise, and, and they have supreme talent. This person should be headlining the headlining name who can make your label the big bucks and give it the reverence with it deserves within the industry of rap and hip hop. And the next guy, a lyricist and, and a conscious rapper. This person, while you know a lot of conscious rappers don't love being labeled as such, these type of artists are essential to the industry today. They write some of the best, most clever lyrics. They tell great stories. They paint vivid pictures. And they oftentimes promote a message within their records. Next guy up, the hype man. This artist is going to bring the energy on every track they're on every every show they play and always make the most make make makes the music more fun and exciting that they're on they're excellent collaborators capable of featuring on any record really and making the song more hyped quote unquote the energizer bunnies that uh, of our make belief labels here basically the hype man next guy the the melodic artist this member of your label will prov- provide the best vocals, melodies, and choruses for your group. This person should be able to bring soul and, and to a record and to, through his or her voice. Uh, being a good rapper would also be a good plus as well. The Bright Future Artist. This is the artist that other labels are going to salivate at the opportunity to poach from you. Just because this person should be so talented that their future may be the brightest of anyone else on your label. They should be early in their careers, but have shown enough talent thus far to cultivate a huge amount of optimism for their futures. The psychedelic artist, this artist will be will feature a lot of drug references in their lyrics and, and work best on beats that have a psychedelic vibe. They encourage their listeners to participate in the drugs they rap or rap about just to enhance their music. These these artists are obviously the, a controversial subgenre of the rap community, but you know this is. You you have to acknowledge this genre of rap, the psychedelic version. I mean, you got the Mac Millers, the Wiz Khalifas, the Burners, the Kid Cudis. These guys are all going to be serious consideration for this genre. Uh, I'm sure I'm 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 leaving off some guy. That you we'll better get to leave that, them off. You're going to take well. my picks. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> um, all right, and then the last two wrapping it up here in our in our roles here for our hy- hypothetical labels. The Boom Bap artist. Boom Bap originated in New York and was one of the most popular forms of hip hop in the early to mid 1990s. 
using street focused rhymes and hard hit hard hitting beats built on gritty drums boom bap music puts a lot of emphasis on the lyricism storytelling and strong technical ability are some of the most important aspects of a boom bap rapper this type of artist is no longer the most popular in the current hip-hop community but as dedicated it has a dedicated fan base that's that's as devoted as ever still and then last guy in our hypothetical labels here the trap artist this is this is my favorite one this is so fun the trap artist is rooted in southern hip-hop of the early 1990s and is known for its 808 driven production and aggressive lyrics much of trap music's content is centered around life in quote-unquote the trap where they sell and consume drugs, participate in violence, and experience harsh conditions in the inner city communities that they live in. This artist will bring some some thug and some uh, some spice into your label. Just, you know, spice things up. So I see why it was your favorite, Benny Boy. <laughs> it's a fun genre, you know? It's, it's a real fun trap. genre. Yeah. One of my personal favorites, too. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think that, you know, with these eight these eight roles that we have in our in our labels here, I think I kind of encompassed... The general gist of you know the guys that we 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 enjoy listening to and we'll cover here in our in our fantasy draft. Sound good? Good stuff, man. All right, we haven't discussed how do we want to do our draft order here. I'm cool going last. I'm cool going. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Whatever you guys want to do. Um, how, who wants to go first? Or what's, oh, what's what do you I think? I don't care. It could be random for all I care, man. Whatever you want to flip. A, why don't we do a randomizer? Maybe do a little order randomizer. Yeah. Pull it up real quick. Let's do it, Benny. I'm freaking out right now. My heart's bumping, man. If I get that first pick, I'm still like in my head between who I got to go with and which category I want to lock down, you know, because there's like a certain guy you're almost tempted to take your headliner first because it's the headlining category. But I feel like there are a few headliners I'd be okay with at the same time. And there are some other niche categories where I really want that one person. So it's difficult to weigh it. Yeah. Ben, why we got a we got a draft order here. We got oh, right, we're just fresh off the press, random random draft order. It's gonna be one is gonna be oh, Austin. God. Two is Connor. Two is Connor. Three is Ben. So, <laughs> dude, go going hard. Lead us off hard. Get get something going here, Austin. And uh, with the first pick of the vicious talk hip hop rap artist fantasy style draft, Austin McCusker selects. We're going with a lyricist off the bat. My label's lyricist will be Eminem. Damn. That is the number one lyricist in my book. Number one. Yeah. Storytelling. Dude, ever since Marshall Mathers LP, Slim Shady LP, I have trouble thinking of somebody else that combines so much creativity, so much emotion, and the poetic devices that he uses. It, it really kind of just stays with you, you know, long after you listen to it. So that's what I thought of as far as that lyricism, that storytelling ability. A lot of guys were considered for this position, you know, as you can imagine, I'm taking it first off the bat. So it shows how important it is. Yeah. I look forward to seeing what you guys do with the position though. Dude, I love that pick. I, I think Eminem is the number one lyricist to, you know, ever get on a mic for hip hop and, and rap. And what's funny is um we were obviously we t- we we hinted at this before we even started recording hip hop and rap is a heavily you know there's no ignoring it it's a, it's a heavily influenced genre by the black community and Eminem was the first pick here and he's he's a white dude you know he's the number probably yeah. the number one white he's he's got to be the number one white white yeah. rapper ever yeah, and, you could argue he's the number one rapper ever so you can certainly yeah yeah right 
I want. I'm curious so. to know, Austin, because Eminem could certainly be also your headliner. What made you choose the specific category lyricism as opposed to being your headliner of Godfather? So that's the thing. I had to weigh what I considered mm-hmm. the demand for not only the category, but for him as an artist. Mm-hmm. And he was going to be on somebody's yeah. team today. You know, I just personally, if I got first overall, Connor mentioned there are a lot of options for greatest of all time. I know that sounds kind of funny to say, but you know, Eminem's heavily considered to be one of the greatest of all time, but there aren't that many that can overlap in two categories. And he does that very, very healthily. Yeah. If I had, if I had an opinion on that too, it's Eminem's not the number one headliner, not the number one godfather, but he is the number one lyricist in my opinion. Okay. I, I would say, I think that there are, better people to possibly lead your label and possibly, you know, shelter in the younger eras and, you know, be the headliner guy. But Eminem is the number one lyricist in my book. I mean, for me, it's like, really, you don't have to look past the the songs of like Rap God. And, and one of my favorite, one of my favorite underrated Eminem records is No Love with, with Lil Wayne. Oh, you know, yeah. Dude, that record is amazing the way he that 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 verse when he goes like he, he references the kanye you know when kanye went up on the stage in the grammys like i i, I don't want to take away from taylor swift but you know oh, yeah. but beyonce had the best music video like he, he he you know how he mixed that into the verse he's like uh he's like this is the best you know the best verse of all time but dude that, that those lyrics it's like dude it's so creative and so wordy and i mean and then you got you go back i'm not even mentioning the martha the marshall mathers song stan the storytelling that goes into that stuff like yeah. it's incredible the stuff that he did and you know the slim shady lp those things th- those albums were revolutionary and really just influenced the quirkiness of the lyricism of an artist in this genre in my opinion a lot of people today are wouldn't be the same artist they are today without Eminem's, you know, laying that foundation, working with Dr. Dre back in the day. And, and the influence in the battle rap too, and just the lyrics he can bring out off the top yeah. of his dome. And just to hear him freestyle, yeah, no I, one can come up with the lines like he can. Eight Mile, Incredible. dude. Eight, you're talking to, dude, he's one of the, he, he is one of the best, if we're putting together a hypothetical label, he's also one of the best actors in the rap community. One of them. I mean, Eight Mile's got to be one of, if not the best rap, rap like spe- specific Deep movies film. of all yeah. time. Because yeah. I mean, you got I mean Dr. Dre, Snoop, Ice Cube. Those guys are all rap are, are all rappers who have been involved in movies and stuff. But Eight Mile was a different animal in, in itself. I'm sure that if any rapper today would would say, "I wanted to be," I wanted to be, or like if they were jealous of someone else's work in this you know, in the film or the, the, the movie industry, yeah. I would say all of them would say eight mile because all of them want that, that, that film, that one yeah. where they were, they were like the journey of their come up, the, 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 the story of how they became, they went from nothing to something. And the, you know, the, the battle rapping, the style that he puts in there, it's like, it's incredible. So dude, I bet if you asked other rappers that have kind of developed an acting career, I mean, I just think of ludicrous for modern day yeah. rap and rapper actor off the bat. I mean, there's another Fast and Furious coming out. It just got delayed again. I don't know. What yeah. know but Looking he's forward days to acting. Like, what was his last album? You know? Right. But he'd probably say that Eminem was his part of his motivation to get out, you know, diversify that portfolio. And for me, too, um, Eminem kind of redeemed himself recently on that the the music could be buried by. I mean, I think he yeah. really took a dip. He really took a dip in that. Um, 
What was that? Relapse what was that last album? The one before that? Love. Relapse. No, 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 Relapse Two was not. Like but Kamikaze. there were a couple, a couple decent. I thought Kamikaze was mm. all right. The one before that too was not. I did not like. One with the had like a rose on there, and it had. Um, I did not like that album. I can't remember no. what it was called. Yeah, but then he came back um, with Marshall Mathers LP two, took home the Grammy, and you know things were right again. Yeah. And, and then he made a political rap about Donald Trump and everything. You know, having a good time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I really enjoyed his his most recent album too. I thought that was a good, a good you know, a little bit of a rebirth for him with the with the music to be buried by. I just don't. I, I miss the Slim Shady, you know, the Slim Shady style with the quirkiness and the high pitched stuff. Yeah. And nowadays he's just so aggressive and so hard. But that's who he is now, you know. And the lyrics, the lyrics don't change, dude. The guy is always going to be a, a godfather when it comes to lyricism. Um, the guy's ability to write and his ability to just get really creative with the words he spits it's 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 worthy of the number one pick overall as the lyricist so kudos to you Austin I like the pick Connor you ready for uh, hey, your, your second pick your second spot well Eminem was certainly a target of mine with the number two pick I think I'm going to follow suit with Austin and try to pick more of a niche category where I have a real target player, uh, kind of like taking Travis Kelsey, you know, at the back end of the first round. Uh, I'm going to go yeah. with Kid Cudi as my psychedelic artist. Um, I don't think <laughs> great. That, that's my number one psychedelic. That's, that's a great. Pick. I don't yeah. think anyone yeah. epitomizes a category of rap much more than Kid Cudi and psychedelics. You know, it, you think back to like your high school days and day and night. You know, and the lonely stoner freeing his mind at night. Yeah, All the, of man us of, the man on the moon what smoking album. weed was like laying in bed thinking about that <laughs> at 13 years old. And then, you know, as we got older, you're listening to like Intergalactic You and Me, where he's talking about pop just one more stem, baby. And he's like, All right, I think I know what he's talking about, little mushrooms right there. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever heard another rapper work the entire actual um technical scientific name of lsd into a song when he just drops lysergic acid dithalamide you know like this guy (laughs) is truly a psychedelic artist and through all of his albums except for when he took that weird pause and stopped smoking weed and put some bad music out i mean he really he really is a psychedelic artist the meant it was and you know part of that you know i feel like you know, part of this subgenre of psychedelic music is also, you know, the mental side of it. Because he really touch, he really touches the hearts of a lot of people who have, who struggle with mental illness and mental struggles, and and he yeah. he really changed the lives for a lot of those people. He, like, really, just discussed some some topics that were just not really they were really taboo in this in this specific specifically this genre of, of rap and hip hop. Like, it's not cool to be vulnerable. It's not cool to be you know depressed, and it's not cool to right. be you know just feeling down on yourself. And and Kid Cudi, you know, painted a picture, especially on that Man on the Moon album that you're talking about, just really painted a picture for people that. It really touched the hearts of a lot, a lot of listeners, and I, re- I really like that pick. I think it, he, if there was any any artist that really depicted and and, and encompassed a he subgenre lived, that we're going to be talking about right? here, it, it's 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 Cuddy, it's Cuddy. You know, I like it. He's I a like that first pick. round artist. Lars, great pick, great pick. Okay, all right. Next up, we're going to go with the third overall pick. I'm going to be interested, dude. I, I, I can't let this guy drop any further. 
you know, I, I really, I really, I'm, I'm going with the Godfather. I'm going. I'm going to start with the headliner. I'm, I'm going with Jay Z. I want Sean Carter on on uh, the head of my label because not only is he, in my opinion, the greatest rapper of all time, he is also the greatest businessman in this in this genre. He's made the most money alongside P Diddy. Obviously, I'm pretty sure those two are the most wealthy rappers, the most wealthy yeah. hip hop artists of all time. Dr. Dre and Jay Z. Dr. Dre too, the but Dre beat sale I would say, J- <laughs> but the combination, the ability for Jay Z to get on any record and really just change it from a, a mediocre record to a radio hit, that's that's in his bag as well. The ability to change up the lyrics and input in lyrics that are like he is the ultimate boom bap artist, basically. Back dating back to you know all of his older albums, the Blueprint. Uh, reasonable doubt like those the black album dude jay-z's catalog of music is is unbeatable you know in my opinion he has the greatest catalog of any artist in this hip-hop community and he also is like i said the greatest businessman he's He's a businessman he owns title he owns a he owns a portion he he is a a businessman you're right he and um he the the his ability to just touch at so many different aspects of a business and so many aspects of what we're looking for in a, in a hypothetical label he changes your your outlook and he changes like if like we're going to be talking about up and comers and, and like uh, an art artist later we'll talk about we'll be drafting artists who we think have bright futures jay-z's the kind of guy that will take them under their wing and turn them from you know the, the the guys coming out of these slum communities or uh, inner city right. community and change him into a star, make him a star, and show him what it takes to be the Maybe best. Like Jake Cole, you know, and I Rock th- Nation, or guys like that, just incredible. Exactly. And, and so, he just me- sold title this week for three hundred million dollars to Square, yeah. and now he's on the board yeah, of directors he, he, at Square, not, he, and is like yeah. best buds with Jack Dorsey having yacht parties. I mean, you're talking about somebody who who is going to make a ton of bucks for your company. His entire catalog is the reason why Title was so successful because he made it just a, an app that was purely for the artists, and he's going to he's he's innovating and changing the game. Absolutely, this is an incredible pick, Ben. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved your guys' picks in terms of the value you got out of an Eminem as a lyricist and Kid Cudi as a psychedelic. But if you're going to go pure artist, like greatest of all time, I can't let Jay-Z slide past third. Because no. Jay-Z in the third spot, dude, he's going to set my whole my whole label up for success. And so 100%. I had to go with him and there. And you get to double tap now um, because we're going snake style, right? Yeah. So... This was something that I was not anticipating having to go back to back. And I'm trying to think of the best way to combine Jay-Z with something that, you know, something special. And, oh, man, this is a tough one for me. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go Nas as my boom bap artist. I'm going to go Nas and boom bap. And I think Nas alongside Biggie Smalls invented or really made boom bap what it is and i think those two guys if you we talked about how which artists depict a subgenre more so than any other i think nas depicts boom bap along like i said alongside biggie smalls better than any any guy you're gonna we're gonna be discussing in my opinion um the his ability to just really put together lyrics and songs that 
you know, show what it's like to be in the streets of New York and, and you know, how he rapped about from the point of view of a, of a pistol and how he, he just the, the, his creativity on the records that he put together throughout his career. Um, Nas is always a guy that gets extreme respect in this in the rap and hip hop community. Someone who is also putting out good music still. I, I really enjoyed his most recent album. Um, the name escapes me. But King. It was um, what was his King's Disease. That he released it in 2020. I thought it was pretty good. And then he has the new the new single on um on the uh, in the Judas and the Black Messiah movie EPMD. Like that, that song one. was not bad as well. Um, so I mean, a guy who can still put together good records at this day, at this point in his career, but the catalog is really what you get Nas for, and the the respect that he has coming up through New York and really just being the premier boom bap guy. I, I really think that um, he really depicts this subgenre of hip hop. And talk about getting banged for your buck, Benny. I mean, that's another artist who could have overlapped into two, assist, three other absolutely. I mean, like you're getting your money's worth and then some starting your label off with the two guys that you just did. Mm -hmm. Applause for you, my and friend. They're, they're both old oh, heads, so, you know, he, they can mentor the rest of his yeah. crew. The, the only thing that I'm hesitant now, though, is I have two New York-based artists mm. and I'm an L.A. guy. Oh, I'm an L.A. Yeah, guy. Just, you have so, a sound. He's going to drop sure. I have a somewhere sound, else and, and then all of a sudden all hell's going to break loose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, though, I'm, I'm going to be looking to get creative with this. We're going to be blending regions. We're going to be blending styles. And so I think like part of this also is like the creativity. Like how can we get this guy on a Jay-Z Jay song or a Nas song? Like sure. we're talking about that too down the road. So there you go. I, I think we set a good foundation there for, for Ben's hypothetical label there, but... Hell yeah. All right, second uh, second round, Austin. Oh no, who's I'm Connor's back at up. it. Go Connor, on. you you, uh, you got your your second pick, uh, fifth overall. Who are you going with? So I am going to take a second lyricist now, Austin. Uh, first off the board with Eminem, I'm going to take Kendrick Lamar as my lyricist. Um, I love it. I would say Heavy Good Consideration, Kid, Mad City might be my favorite album of all time. If you want to talk about an album that truly tells a story from beginning to end. I mean, you know, when Mad City comes on and he goes, brace yourself, I'm taking you on a trip down memory lane. You know, the story is about to drop. That beat is coming and I'm just getting hyped up and jacked up. I mean, this guy can paint a vivid picture. His technical skills are unbelievable. Somebody who has the ability to possibly one day pass Eminem as a lyricist as he continues to build out his catalog. I think he's only 33 years old. Um, and what's crazy is Good Kid, Mad City didn't win a Grammy for Best Album, but his following one did to Pimp a Butterfly. And after that, he won a Pulitzer Prize for Damn. If you want to talk about somebody who is a storyteller, this man won a goddamn Pulitzer Prize. So give me Kendrick Lamar all day. I have his future and I have his past. I am amped to get him on my team as a lyricist. Here's my Professor thing with Kendrick. Lamar. You, you talked about his future though. What what's his ambitions in terms of putting out more music? Is is he motivated to put more music out? I I don't know. I, I we've been waiting for this next album after Damn since 2016. It's been almost 5 years now. So, mm -hmm. I love the pick. K Kendrick Lamar is one of the most talented rappers to ever get on a mic, but uh it's it it's depressing that he hasn't put more music out 
And, you know, maybe it's quality over quantity with this guy. Maybe when his career is all said and done, he will be in, in the same breath as the greatest of all time. But for me, K- Kendrick Lamar, the peak is the 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 peak that he's already experienced in his rap career is the some of the highest that anybody's ever reached. I mean, he puts out if he were to put out anything today, it would still be, you know, commercial. You could he tell me 13 Grammys. Like, I mean, this guy's incredible. everybody's going to listen to it. Everybody's going to listen to his music, anything yeah. he puts out. But the thing is. He's. I think he's very picky about what he puts out. Mm-hmm. I think he's very picky about what he gets on in terms of music. I think. I, I know. I've watched a, a, a reasonable a reasonable amount of his documentaries. I saw one with Rick Rick Rubin where he was talking about how picky he is with the with the beats that he chooses, and that he's very mm-hmm. you know he has a very strong inclination to get on like jazzy type beats, you know, mm-hmm. jazz influenced type beats. And that's one of my favorite. Those are my, some of my favorite type of beats, anyways. But he's really for me, exploring I just think the that history he's and so culture much, that jazz brought out yeah. into hip hop. Eventually, you know, he's such a he's such a hip hop historian. He's such a perfectionist that I think that sometimes it hamstrings him in terms of maybe he should put something out that he doesn't, or you know, I I feel like he uh, sometimes limits his ceiling because he's such a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, understandable. You, know, you, can, you can never I, I go wrong. I think lately he's been working a bit on um, his own label, I think. Uh, he's trying to get that launched. And I, so I think that's taking a lot of time and energy. And is he it, hasn't been quite as TDE? focused on the music. Is, uh, he, is he going to call it TD? I think it's going to be something different, actually. Uh, I was okay. doing a little research about it today. But um, yeah, Ken, Kendrick, still a really bright future. And I mean, the, the amount of hits this guy has is just unbelievable. Plus, yeah, he fits like in I'm with my team him. because I have Kid Cudi and they've worked together before previously on albums and they have a few songs together. So I like having that synergy where I can have Cudi hop on and do like a little melodic. <clears throat> excuse me. There. Kid Cudi can do the hook on a song and get melodic. And then you have Kendrick coming in with just like the hard hitting rap and and just the the technicality he can bring about in a song. So I'm really excited about that Very combo. Yeah. You're building a sound too, man. I don't know. You know, it's just it, on purpose or not, your sound is going to be. Honestly, top-tier. Eminem was yeah. going to be one of my picks, Jay Z, too. So, you know, like we like we thought, we were going to we gonna have to go a little bit off the fly, off the cuff here, but I'm glad to lock down those two categories. Certainly. I, I love, I love Kendrick. Um, I think, you know, what, what are your guys thoughts on some of that new stuff that he put out with like, you know, when he was on the, uh, the two chain song and, or he was on, um, what song was that where he has the high pitched voice. He's with Lil Wayne, a Mona Lisa, you know, mm-hmm. and he was on, um, he was on, what was it recently? He got that really high pitched voice. He never did that on one of his albums before. And he's like, he's like doing like a, almost like a falsetto rap. Mm-hmm. And it was it was kind of weird at first, but you know that goes hard sometimes. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, I thought it was, I, other rappers have started to bite that too. We we heard Future on a couple of songs get really high pitched with the voice. You know, it, it's these types of rappers who aren't afraid to innovate that can continue to change the game and leave a lasting mark in history because they're establishing new styles themselves. So I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I want him to continue experimenting with the funky beats, bringing in the jazz, the high pitched voice, the range. That that's what really is fun for me with him. And then he also does the the really low dubbed voice too in the background, and so he just gets this range of tones from his own words and abilities. People Definitely. crave that new sound, like you were saying, dude. You're gonna get that. I mean, everything from Kid Cudi's hums, mm-hmm. you know, to that high pitched Kendrick. Um, 
I think another great example of it is like what three, six and ASAP Rocky did with the deep, deep voice. Like, people remember that, that already separates you. That one sound separates you and keeps you relevant. You know, it's got longevity. Mm-hmm. Really cool. I like it, Connor. All right, let's go into the next one. Connor, you're, I mean, Austin, you're up. Austin, this, the last pick for the second round, you, you're going to go back to back. So six and seven overall. So you, seven, you've got, uh, you've got Eminem as your lyricist so far. So he's your, he's your next guy on your label. All right. So having to pivot here a little bit as well, I am going to select my headliner and I'm going to do, uh, not, you know, he really shouldn't be controversial but i think for this particular draft that we're doing it will be just because posthumous albums you know they don't come out as often as you want them to but tupac is going to be my headliner and you know this would go ahead this is a great pick but go ahead ben's already jacking in there yeah. hey, i gotta talk about no, tupac no. man i like, I, like I know i got excited i got excited stuff. we're I gonna like say it. a lot of the same stuff because we both have that passion for tupac you know mm-hmm there aren't that many artists that can be considered one of the greatest of all time, rapping about the struggle, rapping about the party scene, just like Biggie did. But unlike Biggie and other artists, he raps about his mother, you know, his family and having to support. And I just, he really embodies hip hop. And I in movies, too. You know, he's in famous hip hop movies. So other guy in movies, dude, probably the greatest movies. actor. Pro- I saw, so I, I mentioned Eminem is the potentially greatest, greatest actor in hip hop. I think legit Tupac is. I think, I mean, Ice Cube could be con- in consideration, probably made the most money and in, in terms of mo- money made from acting. But uh, ludicrous. Tupac, again, ludicrous. Lu- oh, true. The Fast and Furious, you're just, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving too many people out. Uh, <laughs> I know you're saying though. But dude, I think just the way that he, uh, um, you know, the way he acted was just poetic and it really just poetic justice. In, in symbiosis with the way that he rapped and the way that he, he got on records and just changed hip hop forever. And, you know, Tupac's still alive. So you're good there. He's not, he's not, uh, there you go, baby. You can get the hologram out there. You can still warrior. perform. Coachella, you know, you never know. So, there's there's the theories that he's like in Costa Rica just sipping on with a Mai Tai on the beach or something. So cool and with Elvis, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Dude, I, but the thing is, like, the tracks that he put out, he never has to put out another album again to be considered. You know how he is currently being considered, and Still I think you guys listened. understand. That. Hopefully, Benny, you'll give me a pass for picking a deceased artist here. Yeah, there you LA go. Artists, um, there you go. West Coast. Yeah. There you go. So, and you know what? To be honest, I could kind of picture him and Eminem slaying tracks together. Yeah, yeah. Give me, yeah. I mean, we've seen it already done with the way that producing has just become so high tech and so like modern, and the way that they could bite something from a Tupac song and put it on an yeah. on, a, on an Eminem song. Like you could do yeah, that. That's that, true. that could be totally you something sample. in in your label's warehouse. That's and so, cool. you know what? For the purpose of this too. None of us, n- me, me and Connor, none of our artists can study Tupac. So like, none of our guys can like, because Tupac is somebody that gets studied. Like, they, the the words are studying the the way he flows on songs. Like, people really, modern artists today still go back and like reference Tupac as their biggest inspiration. Like, sure, talk man. about like one one guy that is is young and still kind of new and and blossoming in his hip hop and his rap career is D Smoke. He he won the. Uh, he won that Netflix show Rhythm and Flow, and okay. he put out an album last year called uh, Black Black Thoughts, 
and uh, black habits black habits and he um i was just listening to him recently talk about how tupac is like his biggest inspiration and he praised his mom and just the way that he was raised and the way he was as, as a human and really just made it cool to be respectful and and also hard and gritty and he he always towed that perfect balance of you know just being a a great human and a great person but also you know don't don't fuck with me man that kind of attitude so exactly i like it austin you're back to back though so you're gonna go tupac as your headliner keep it rolling Um, here keep it rolling here who do you do you have an idea who you want to go with next all right, I'm going to be – I'll be checking two boxes here, Benny Boy. So I'll be going for my um, – well, I don't know if it's going to be my only female artist, but I'm grabbing a female artist to rep the label hard, rep it well, as well as my melodic artist. It's going to be Beyonce. Ah, I love it. I, dude, I thought that was the best pick before we drafted. I thought that was the best vocal pick, I, the melodic artist. I Go ahead. Take me back – anything destiny's child Mm. um i mean obviously we used to listen to her stuff even in milady you know halo we were bumping (laughs) but survivor jumping jumping dude the super bowl performance she did incredible stole the stage yeah she got on 444 too with jay-z she got she got on 444 too exactly she she gets on rap albums they put each other on. She's been famous in hip hop. I mean, the pop game, obviously R and B. She's just a success. So I'm she, happy to have her. She really, I should have probably picked Beyonce fourth overall as my <laughs> as my melodic artist. I got to go on Jay Z, Beyonce back to back. Probably the biggest, know. probably the biggest blunder so far here. On our, on <laughs> yeah, our, yeah on you could have gone Jay Z and Beyonce, bro. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, chunk that one. Now, now the family split. The Definitely family cold. split. So we're causing we're causing for the trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Jay Z's gonna be knocking great, on your door like, solution. "Bro, you been my wife." Kanye is gonna come up on stage. <laughs> ben, Beyonce had one of the best music videos of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, dude, what a what a, way to think outside the box with that one, dude. I love it. I think that was a Thanks, great sir. selection. Because, I mean, really, out of anybody that's going to be selected, I already, I could already tell you before we even finish the draft, we're only seven picks in. Beyonce has the best voice out of anybody we're going to be talking about. So, <laughs> kudos to you. Thanks, sir. All right, Connor, you're up. Eighth overall, you're going into, we're in our third round of our draft here now. Um, you've got Kid Cudi as your psychedelic artist, Kendrick Lamar as your lyricist. Who are you going with for your third a member of your hypothetical rap label. So I'm pretty amped that this guy fell to me. Uh, I'm going to be taking as my melodic artist, Drake. You know, you want to talk about... (sighs) Dude, I so... You guys are stealing all my picks. Good. <laughs> so obviously, you want to talk about a guy whose voice gets the panties wet. It is Mr. Drake so far gone. You know, everything you could want. Big Papa, you know, Drake, you know, everything. This guy is just incredible. He's the second best selling um, individual artist in terms of rap all time. Over, I think, you know, 200 million albums sold. This guy is just so multi-talented. And you think of all the music he's put out, Thank Me Later, Views, God's Plan, Take Care. I mean, all of them very sing-songy. If Drake's on a chorus, it's going to be a fire song. And... You know, he can just take over an entire season with an album. You're fresh off Scary Hours too. 
The guy, the guy just put out three songs that are, you know, already selling millions of, like, he's already got like hundreds of thousands of listens on these three songs that he just put out. Like, literally, he it's considered a single on on the Billboard, whatever Billboard one hundred two hundred or whatever list, and so it doesn't even get eligible for that. But the dude, he puts out a song and and it's immediately snatched up as a, a big commercial hit a radio hit the guy anything he touches turns to gold turns to platinum even just really. like off platinum, off the yeah. side of the desk stuff like the stuff he put out that was like raps versus meek mill were just like top of the charts and it was just he put together in like a week i mean he he just sells out so quickly and i you know he's somebody i've seen in concert fantastic show he can just put it on he was flying above the stage he had like cables attached when he came out he lifted his shirt up he doesn't really he's not really cut and every every woman in the place was screaming like people love drake his voice is amazing if there's a melody if there's a chorus i want drake on it I love that pick, dude. I want to drink so bad. <laughs> Bro, his name carries so much weight that it's going to put your label on. Just like I listened that. to the um yeah. the the playlist on Apple Music, the the top hip hop and rap, and like the first three songs were just the the three songs Drake just put out. You know, he, he anytime he drops, he's going to be in the top ten charts no matter what. He breaks algorithms. They just put him at the top. He, Put him He's right the guy that could definitely be my headliner as well, but for yeah. my neck. Oh wait, I don't get to go twice in a row. Damn, both of you get to go twice hey, in a row. I wanted to take my next one too because I'm used to seeing you guys get to both go <sighs> twice in a row. Damn it! I almost gave away my pick. Thank Dude, God. You, you guys have left me so many options for this lyricist category that I'm having the hardest time. You know, narrow. I have like five people that I'm just so torn between. Um, and you and know, my person thinking you've and already I, I, chosen Nas, you know, you've already, right. Hey, you you gotta it. That should have been your lyricist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, dude. I, I think Nas depicts 100% boom bap and you lyricism, lyricism is ingrained in that, in that genre. So that's, you know, I'm so jealous that uh, you guys both get to go twice in a row in this draft. It's kind of like in Catan when you're picking <laughs> it's hard, your dude, places, your pick, settlements, because yeah. you can have them play right off yeah. each other. I don't know who's going to get taken in yeah. between my picks. Yeah. Yeah. the second pick though does get does get tough because you roll right into it and you gonna you gotta you gotta pair them That's together true. and especially if i just dude, took one I of your guys it. yeah dude i i gotta go with that theme of you know uh an artist really depicting a genre and i think that you look at trap music and i think there's one guy here in and i'm thinking about that really just depicts the chap the trap genre and i gotta go two chains titty oh, boy two chains all right, all right. That's a great pick. It's a Give great me two pick. chains. As my trap artist, I mean, for Christ's sake, the guy had an album called "Pretty Girls Love Trap Music." Yeah, I mean, he built a pink the guy trap sold. House. The guy yeah. built a career selling weed before he even became a rap artist. I mean, he really depicts this genre very well. I mean, he was Lil Wayne's drug dealer. That's how he got his name. He was known as Titty Boy, the drug dealer, basically chilling with little Wayne and the young money crew. And the guy, I mean, what is he like 40 something years old now? And he's still putting out some of the best records. I mean, I love that. Uh, his last album, the one with the he had uh, rapper, go to the league was, was fantastic. I loved rap and go to league. That's, That's what I'm thinking about. But the one that he most recently put out was just okay. I thought um, it was, 
It had no TV on it. It had um, anytime you can get LeBron so like God. filming himself on Instagram to your album, just like uh. yeah. and LeBron never knows the words yeah. too. He's always like nah, 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 <laughs> pretending like he does because he, he's so busy. But <laughs> it's always two chains. They're always dapping each other up after games. Like I really wanted that because so, I wanted LeBron as part of my label too. You know, <laughs> so I, I'm very jealous yeah. of this thing. So I, I got two chains as my as my trap artist. And Austin, have you heard that song "Can't Go for That" with by Two Chains on his newest album? The the so so on so help yeah, me God. Yeah, he sings a little bit. Yeah, dude, the, the Lil Duval feature on that is hilarious. I can't go for that. <laughs> that song yeah. is hilarious. Then I felt that I felt like that song was right up your alley when it was to. I was like, that's an Austin song right there. Such a gem, bro. <laughs> Easy to cruise to. It, it's great. Just <laughs> on. Dude, Two Chains. I mean, really. I, it goes back to the Trap of Valley days. It goes back to, you know, all the way before. I mean, when he was rapping with Lil Wayne, when he was first on his come up, I mean, I think 2 Chains is, is a guy that just gets underrated in a lot of the pantheon of greatest rappers. And I think that he gets overshadowed by some of the people that he's involved himself with. The Louisies. The, you know, he's the, the Birdman's, like the Drake's, exactly. The like people he, on my team. He gets overshadowed some of that, you know? So... Two Chains is not the number one guy, but he's solidly. I mean, I, I don't think I could have picked a better trap artist, so I, I like taking him as my guy there. Um, dude, I'm gonna go with a lyricist, and for my next pick, tenth overall here, we're gonna start off the what round is this? The fourth round now. So I've got Jay Z, Nas, and now Two Chains. Let me get. I got to go personal favorite here. And, you know, I don't know that I, this is going to be the most quality pick for in terms of trying to have build together the most successful album. But I don't think it's a I don't think it's a wrong pick. Give me J. Cole as my mm. lyricist. That was my oh. that was. Yeah, that oh was my, my backup. God, to Kendrick. Yeah, what a build up. That's like one of the best lyricists right there, man. Great. So I, I think J. Cole is an amazing rapper, obviously. I mean, any I I personally just consider him one of my top favorite three rappers probably of all time and so i i think that maybe he's not considered maybe if you look at like hip-hop historians he usually gets kind of nudged outside the top 10 of all time mm -hmm. um but usually probably consider maybe top 20 but i just think there's so many great lyricists that i could have gone with here like i uh i really love black thought i love andre 3000 i love Dude, there's so many guys that I really consider here. Big Sean, they're all great lyricists. I mean, Nas, who you guys mentioned, who I end up going with the boom bap. I think there are a lot of amazing lyricists in this genre, but I just think J. Cole is my personal favorite. I love I love anything he puts out. Um, I, I just I literally like if if you had to tell me somebody, an artist tomorrow is going to put out a new song or a new album, I think J. Cole might be the number one guy or one of my number one guys that I would be most excited for. You jump think, right on it, yeah. So, I mean, really, I mean, I think that in terms of albums, you want, you want to talk about some of your favorite albums of all time. I think Forest Hills Drive is probably my top three, at least top five. Everybody, favorite albums drop, of all time. First things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Like everybody, Phil. when and then totally. the trumpets hit, and you're just like, oh, incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, I know, I, mixtape game too, Benny. Dad Piff, strong mm. for J Cole. Friday Night Lights. Pick one, you know, Jay Z, perfect combo. Yeah, Beautiful. So, dude, yeah, and they don't all have to be collabing on every single album either. I think you could build some successful, uh, just a collection of albums. Dude, 
from those you artists. You think about his songs yeah. like Power Trip, and he's just telling a beautiful story. Just like every, we've all felt that feeling laying in bed and just thinking about a girl, like you just stuck in you, or like Wet Dreams, losing your virginity. I mean, we all felt like those jitters in high school. Like he captures those feelings and those essence to the point where you're listening to this song yeah, and you're like, said. holy shit, I have goosebumps because I know exactly what he's talking about. Right. And, you know, I think that K.O.D., the his album uh, K.O.D. gets a little mm-hmm. underrated, too. People ought to like to badmouth that one. You know, a solid album. I really like a, a good amount of records on that. Really like, like Kevin's Heart, where he talks about cheating on his girl, being tempted by other women, like really raps from the point of view of somebody else who, you know, I already got Nas who, on, on my on my label who's done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, really, his ability to storytell, like you said, t- telling the story about how he lost his virginia in high school, tells a story about, you know, uh, people in K.O.D. Or he talks about uh, how people have been mooching off him. How you know he he gave his money to some of his best friends, his family members, and then they, they come back and they leave. And he doesn't hear from them, and they come back later, and you know, and and that's what they want. All they want is the money from him, and he really yeah. just feels slighted. And those types of stories are, are things that J. Cole's really made his, his money on. He really just paints the picture of what his life's about, what he experiences, and really what the rap and hip hop genre experiences. And I think that J. Cole, um, as a lyricist, is is top notch i don't know that he's number one in terms of lyricism in this genre but he's got to be up there and so i i don't think i i don't think i could have gone wrong with that pick but you know i just think that that specific subgenre of lyricism and rap is just there's just a plethora of guys that just get gotta get serious consideration for it and i think jay cole is just personally one of my favorite guys yeah it's a great selection all right number 11 overall connor you're, this is your fourth member of your rap label. All right, big you got, guy. You got Kid Cudi, Kendrick Lamar, and Drake. Yep. Who's joining the Connor label now? So I'm going to go with my boom bap here because uh, I think it's a very light category in terms of who's available. And I'm going to go with Notorious B.I.G., Big Papa, Biggie Smalls, you know, somebody who really just embodies the sound of New York and the heavy bass and then the ability to just have the hard hitting lyrics and oftentimes extremely graphic lyrics, you know, who shot you. Um, but then he comes in with the little, 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 you know, it's just like, Oh my God, the way he can just flow on top of a heavy beat. I just, in in the fact that now I have that, that old head, that mentor in my group that really helps round out my team because I had Cuddy Kendrick and Drake who, who are definitely veterans in the the game, but they really, I didn't have anyone locking it down from the early eighties and nineties, which is, which is what I needed here. You have some of the best male vocals of anybody now because Biggie is, I just watched, I literally just watched a documentary on him yesterday. He is an amazing singer. And that's what you hear a lot in his music where he picks he picks beats that he's like he's redoing that are like pop beats. You know, he took he took a number of pop pop songs and turned them into hip hop songs and, you know, just made it real melodic dances on the beat. Really just like he's always in the pocket. Incredible. His ability. You got Drake and you got Biggie now who are two of the greatest of all time in terms of uh, melodies and, and choruses, but also Biggie is incredible at staying in the pocket and just really dancing on on the songs that he gets on. And I really think that that's a great selection. Boom Bap, Biggie. Like I said, Biggie and Nas are my two Boom Bap guys I, I had to get mm-hmm. one of that, them. That was my feeling Another as well. Steal. That's why I was really scared when I almost said it out loud a turn too early. Because I was like, oh no, Ben might <laughs> oh, just nab it and then just purposely take my pick. <laughs> he might have, dude. He might have. 
That's a steal, Lars. He could have transcended into a couple different categories. You could have taken him two he rounds could have been ago. Easily better headliner. Like, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. And man. really, we, we so how how I mentioned how some of the deceased artists should be downgraded a little bit for the purpose of of our exercise here, but Tupac and Biggie, rightfully so, should be, be the, the the two the two first. If anything, if there are any more deceased artists that get selected. In, the, in our yeah. exercise here, Biggie and Tupac, rightfully so, should have been the first mm-hmm. two to go off the board because they are still 30, 20 plus years after their deaths. Extremely relevant and impactful. Artists yeah. today. Another so, guy with a movie, you know, I always like to have that in terms of, you know, my label because mm-hmm. the, the movie, the copyrights, the money that's coming in from that and, and people are going to keep, keep watching that because it's part of history now when you have it in, in, in a movie that's kind of be forever, you know? Tells a story of his life. Mm-hmm. I like it, Connor. So you're going with uh, uh, your first four guys: Cuddy, Kendrick, Drake, and Biggie. What a four, dude! What a four! Everybody on our These list teams is just are fantastic. Really great. I would love to it's see fun. like a squad rap battle between all four, between right? all three of them. Damn. This gets me. This exercise Damn. is getting me salivating for like you know the potential of you know, what if we were to get these guys really like in in a room it, together and working and imagine like a Bonnaroo or Coachella, but it was just like these rappers. They'd be so hype, right? Austin, yes, sir. It's your next pick. Your twelfth overall, fourth member of your label. To wrap it, to uh, summarize, you oh. went with Eminem, Tupac, Beyonce as your first three off the board. You got your lyricist, your headliner, and your melodic artists accounted for. Who are you going with? Who are you going with at twelve? The twelfth overall pick. Figured I would stick. Kind of been going with old heads so far. Obviously, Beyonce, Tupac, Eminem. They've Ben laid their foundation, right? Like I kind of, I'll keep that vibe going right now. I'm gonna go with my hype man, and I'm gonna go with Lil John. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I was wondering if this was gonna go, if this was gonna get taken. So I was between a couple people, but as far as Turned just what you look, <laughs> dude, hype, yeah, just like chaos, right? It's At certain moments, oh, yeah. <laughs> a, aggression, you right. know, passion. I mean, Roll he produced Ying, ready for this? Get Low by the Ying Yang Twins, Goodies, Cyclone, Freakily. Freakily? Yeah. <laughs> just, just on production right there, he can be one of the greatest hype men of all time. He's screaming yeah. in some of those songs. He's got the chorus or the hook, but then he's got Connor say, you know, turn down for what? Snap your fingers. I just think he's got potentially the most recognizable ad lib, maybe of all time, not to mention of hip hop, mm-hmm. but he's just, just integral into the creation of the hype man and of the subgenre crunk, you know, which is just hype. You know, it's great. <laughs> Dude, what a great selection. Cause I think we, we've already been talking about the themes of artists who really depict subgenres. I think when I, the first person that I consider as, hype the hype man is little john he invented this subgenre he invented it you're you're so right i you know i was afraid of picking him just because of he hasn't been as relevant as relevant in in modern hip-hop you know he's probably winding down in terms of his music production in terms of as a rapper but you know the catalog and like i said he invented this subgenre of hype and you're so right with with the yeah snap your fingers all the production value he's gotten 
It's incredible. I, I do. I, I love the pick. Little John really is pick. the ultimate hype man in, in my book. Up until yeah. the pandemic, he was still going around DJing. Like you could have seen him at Mohegan Sun yeah. at a wet and wild pool party. And it was Little John just with like <laughs> you know, steam flying up and just girls. And he's just on yeah. the turntables going, okay, yeah, what? You know, like who doesn't want to drink yeah. on a Sunday and out by a pool with Little John slamming in the background? It sounds like a blast. Dude, what a pick. All right, Connor. Oh, no, Austin, he sorry. Gets got another back-to-back back pick. Here. I'm sorry, Connor. I do the same the thing draft. as you. Do we want to do a quick <laughs> rundown of what we have so far? Well said. All right, let's do, let's do a quick rundown. All right, we, we're halfway through. 12 selections so far. In order, we, the draft order again was Austin, Connor, and Ben. Austin went with Eminem. Next was Kid Cudi, then Jay-Z, then Nas, then Kendrick Lamar, then Tupac. Beyonce, Drake, Two Chains, J. Cole, Biggie Smalls, and Lil John. Dude, what a <laughs> what a twelve what a twelve first artist selected. Wow. I love it. This is turning into a really fun project. And I think that big twelve. It's a big twelve, dude. That's a big twelve. All right, let's uh, let's start taking home the second half of this. Uh, draft selection, Connor. I mean, you Austin, really want sorry. me to go, keep, man? I, keep, I mean, I'll I take keep it. screwing up. I keep screwing up the draft order. Can I pick? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna, uh, you know, Whoa, I'm, stop, stop, Connor. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mute Austin's um, mic. Let me just try to get this out fast, all right? Then you can move on without me. No, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna do my bright future artist now. I got to lighten it up. I got to make sure my label can be current just as much as it, you know, takes respect from tracks that my artists have put out in the past. And one of the artists that I think can do that most successfully is Lil Baby. Oh, that was mine. And Son of a bitch. Lil Baby is potentially the fastest up and comer I've seen as mm-hmm. far as like when I really started paying attention to music. I mean, obviously we grew up with Lil Wayne dropping all the Carters. We grew up watching Drake skyrocket, absolutely skyrocket. But Lil Baby is 24. Super and young. I mean, so accepted into the pantheon so of greats. He's yeah. already worked with Drake. He's yeah, already yes, worked indeed. with Gucci Mane and Gunna. You know, these artists that you just, you wait your whole lifetime to collaborate and with, then, frankly. But they want to get doing on with him younger. because he is that hot, you know? Exactly. They're the ones asking to get exactly. on with Lil Baby. It's crazy. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. He's from the culture of Atlanta. I love those Atlanta artists put each other on. Not of a lot of, not a lot of culture, I mean, not cultures, but just the, the demographic that you see of certain areas are artists that put each other on. And Atlanta's always been that city that does that very, very well. You know, and he comes out with well, some to prove, yes, indeed, drip too hard. I mean, all these songs will be around for a long time. You know? I think drip too yeah. hard came out like in like 2017, and like my 10 year old cousin at the time was singing, and I hadn't even heard it. I was like, "What is that?" Because like whatever he's saying goes hard right now. Threw it on, little baby, and then ever since I heard his name, he's just been top of the charts. He he, he always wore those like weird, really weird skinny pants, and they had the like the the Balenciaga socks on, you know, the sock shoes, and that that's like imprinted in my brain. That's little baby. That is little baby, dude. One thing I gotta say about little baby though, a terrible basketball player. Horrible. He was on the the, the Bleacher Report. Yeah, was two yeah. 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 Bleacher Report game yesterday. Oh, 
Did you awful. see that free throw he awful. took? Oh my lord. Oh my god. Did you see him? Did you see Quavo just block the shit out of his that three point step back? I felt shot so bad for oh Two Chains. Two Chains played in college. Like he was a really good player. And he was saddled with a little yeah. baby. Oh, what was surprising was oh. like Jack Harlow's not bad too at basketball. Dude, Quavo is incredible. Quavo is very athletic, Quavo, dude. Quavo, very I feel athletic, like he like dude. focused on it could like be decent, you know? Yeah. I've seen yeah. videos of him playing football too. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Yeah, he's a very good quarterback. I've just, he uh, he played in that that uh, that celebrity flag football game That's with right. like Durant, with like yeah. Durant, and uh, he had a lot of athletes there with him, and he, he played quarterback. I mean, How he's fun a very good would athlete, that be? right? So just oh, suiting up with those guys, get a quick casual flag football game, right? I, I, I had cool. a line in my notes. Dude. Ben and Austin must be saying wow 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 since I drafted little baby, but obviously yeah, now I'm the one. <laughs> I just wanted to say that because I was like, I was all excited to take him. You can have him. No, you earned him now. You can have him. Oh, that, that would have been awesome. I love that. That's so funny. All right. Now Connor, awesome. go ahead, Ben. Give it all to right. him. Connor. 14th pick overall, your fifth member of your hypothetical rap label. Who are you going with? I think with? it's about time that I take my headliner, uh, waited till my fifth pick overall, and I'm going to take Kanye West. Mm. So somebody, all right, somebody lately who's been a little all over the place, yes, we know this, but if you think about the catalog going all the way back to college dropout and then through the progression, graduation, the, the, the different types of music he's put out with 808s and Heartbreak, and then all the way with My Dark Twisted Fantasy, Jesus and The Life of Pablo. These are all top of the chart, number one albums, and oh, they're yeah. all extremely innovative. At the time, people sometimes were disgusted by it. Jesus, people hated it originally. And then five, six months later, people started loving it. And then all of a sudden we had all of these songs where we had really intense beats like Jesus had in hardcore rapping over it because people weren't ready for the style yet. And then it becomes the thing. He was almost such an innovator that people get turned off by Connie, but that's because of how amazing and intelligent and brilliant he is. And even even the stuff that he's talking about on Yay, where he's, he's exploring his own mental illness and speaking about it, extremely courageous. And then you also think about the entire group of good music that he's established. And I get to work with all of those artists in, in my record label. You know, we have Pusha T and Sci High and Designer. Combining and Cuddy and, and Kanye and too. Cuddy and Kanye. I mean, one of my favorite songs is Erase Me. So I love getting these two guys together. I love Kanye West. And I really hope that, you know, he can get his career back in line. But whatever happens, I know he's going to be a fantastic producer, at least for the rest of my crew and for the rest of his lifetime. Look, Kanye is in his own right, probably one of the best, if not the best artists of hip hop ever in terms of his ability to just touch so many different aspects of the genre and, you know, the fashion aspects. And the thing with Kanye is now, though, Connor, is I have to question the direction of the, the future of your label, because having Kanye as the headliner of your rap label is going to be the biggest headache of your the, the rest of your life basically because kanye did you listen to him on the joe rogan podcast like a couple months well, ago the, the guy is all, not yes. all there he is not but the thing is you still listen to him right and that's what you want <laughs> any press is good press <laughs> baby it's like a car crash it's like a car crash now i mean you can't look away yeah. the guy the guy 
he's like he's like a bad reality TV show. You just can't stop watching. The thing is, so, he, he used to get I mean, he's the make some more good number three or four best selling rap artist of all time. And you know, he still possibly has a long career to go. So if I'm talking about a headliner, he is such a catalog that you could only play his old jams and I'd still be fine forever. So I'm excited, but I definitely had Eminem above him as my headliner, as well as uh, Jay-Z. So, you know, a little puts and takes. I waited for this far, but I, I'm definitely excited because of how expansive his network is. I mean, he, he was on a freaking reality TV show and married to Kim Kardashian, one of the biggest personalities of our country. And so the amount of press that I can consistently get in media attention I mean, Kanye, for Christ's sake, he put on Donald Trump and wore a MAGA hat. And I mean, this guy is nuts. He's going to draw attention for my group. I'm, I'm excited to have his beats, at least. And uh, I think he can create some nice synergies with the rest of my crew. He's kind of like, you know, maybe he's in a little bit of a James Harden in Houston state right now. And we just got to get him to BK. We got to get him to the net so he can sauce with the right team. And I think putting him in the Connor, the music, the Connor record label, it's going I think to take it's going to be time. perfect. This is going to take every every amount of your energy. All of your time is going to be dedicated to pleasing Kanye West for the rest of your life, Connor. If I can get some free Yeezys out of it, it's worth it. You might be able to you might be able to live in his private compound that he's building out in Calabasas, California. Oh my! <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about monetizing the rap industry and what he's done with his own sneaker brand, he's created one of the most iconic and sought after sneakers. And when you talk about hip hop, you you have to notice that there's are large fashion implications, and he has certainly been an innovator in that field as well. Mm-hmm. Cultural icon, Connor. I want to hear how you were comfortable waiting until the fifth round to not only take your headliner, but to take Kanye, because that's another guy who might not have always fallen to the fifth I, round. I, I was worried that one of you guys would snap him up as a melodic because of the amazing things he did singing on 808s and heartbreaks and the ability for him just to be on a hook and the, the amount of auto tune and other things, the creativity he's done with his voice that other people haven't experimented with. So I was definitely a little bit worried, but because I saw you guys take your headliners early on, I think Ben took Jay-Z with his first pick and you took Tupac with your second pick. So I was like, okay, now that I know that this group is rounded out for the headliners, I can wait a little bit. And so, you know, I think it came time to, to make my shot. It's a good pick. Well done. It's a good pick. Um, The only thing is, he might ask you to move to Calabasas and you might have to send your entire the label cult. in That's the fine. desert of California. And yeah, he, he's building aqueducts and he's, uh, he's not, he's not doing solar. He's not doing solar energy though. He doesn't believe in solar energy. He does. That's where he draws the line. That's not, that's, that's, that's not what Nikola, that's not what Nikola Tesla had in, had envisioned when he invented the electricity. He definitely or, wasn't picturing uh, electric current. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh-huh. you might have to you might have to pay for his future presidential campaign a second time. So uh, th- just keep that in mind when you. I mean, <laughs> you see the amount of attention and press it draws. I mean, Donald Trump has really monetized his presidential campaign. So maybe Kanye could do the same thing. <laughs> Dude, Ka- Kanye is the greatest character that has been selected and will be selected. <laughs> for sure. you, you have you have multiple personalities with this guy, and yeah. uh, but That's you like know been in it's a good pick in terms of each one of his personalities. Dude, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm sounding like I'm negative on him, but you know, College Dropout's probably my favorite album ever. Like College Drop, I mean, I know it's maybe not even his most popular album, 
But for me, like my personal favorite college dropout is maybe my favorite album like ever produced ever ever you know published and i i kanye west is you can't go wrong with that yeah. pick the artistry like, to, to get his incredible. production skills along yeah. with his rapping is is definitely a True. big reason why yeah. i want him as my headline the production yeah definition of artist bro he's he's just and yeah. you know sometimes artists are troubled so you're gonna get the, the baggage go, you, but know, you slice your ear off well worth it yeah. Well yeah. worth his baggage to get just his. Today artist. I thought about killing you. His ability, his ability as a producer, he basically revolutionized sampling. Mm-hmm. Like he, he. I mean, obviously he didn't invent it, but he really changed it and really changed like the thought that a voice could be an instrument and the, the idea that a sample can be tweaked and auto-tuned and manipulated to sound yeah. a certain way to the ear that he just always had a vision like early kanye i mean i don't the 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 future for kanye is very unpredictable so i'll I'll leave it at that but the kanye's career so far has just been a vision a a true visionary the guy is you could say all you want about how crazy he sounds sometimes but he's an incredible visionary so you you definitely you got somebody that's going to come up with some ideas for for your for your label connor all right let me go into my next pick. Let's hear my, it, fifth, boy. My, my fifth member of my group here. I'm gonna go with the hype man. I'm gonna go with the hype woman. But give me, give me Nicki Minaj Ooh. as my Ooh. hype as my hype woman. All because right. I, I think Nicki. This is a little interesting uh, in terms of Nicki. Nicki is maybe not thought of as the greatest hype person, but for me, when Nicki gets on an album. It's always energetic. It's always hard. It's the, the the girl, the woman doesn't, she doesn't put out verses that aren't well thought out, well delivered, succinct. And I, I think that Nikki always gets me in a mood that is always head bumping, always, you know, just getting that, that grit face going, you know, right. she's always just kind of mean about it. Yeah. And I think personally, she's the greatest rap female rapper of all time. And I mean, that's a little bit debatable, but I, I think she is possibly the greatest female rapper of all time. And I think I got that in my, as my hype woman, I, I I'm happy with it. I think that I, I mean, obviously two chains could also kind of dabble in that mm-hmm. hype role. Sprinkle I got some guys here. Uh, yeah, so I, I think Nikki in this role as the hype woman, I think she's always going to bring the energy for my team. I I, I think that she's going to, um, you know, I, I'm a little bit worried about her hesitancy to, you know, put out future music. I mean, she said she kind of was going to retire, but she already put out, a, I think, another song or so. Um, we'll see how, how long this retirement lasts of hers. I think she just had a kid or she is going to have a kid. Uh, I, I heard that her baby daddy might be or her husband might be in jail. I don't know. I don't want to speculate with rumors, but I mean, she the the girl's personal life is her own. But you know, as an artist, as a rapper, I think Nicki Minaj is indisputed as one of the greatest one, two, three female rappers to ever get on a mic. Uh, it's always debatable, but in terms of you know respect, Nicki has it. So I want I want Nicki Minaj as, as my right. my my female member of my group. I, I'm I'm really happy with so, having. I Nicki. mean, her verse on Monster might be one of my my oh, favorite yeah. verses and definitely my favorite female verse of all time i mean it, 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 that song is incredibly hyped and i think her verse on that song might be the best and you're talking about a song with jay-z and rick ross and you know so to to go toe to toe with jay-z and, and outshine him on a song in 2010 yeah. early in her career just incredible i mean yeah. she is the definition of like female hype or close to it because my pick might be better 
<laughs> yeah, I had I had to figure out the best way to mix in. I, I hadn't yet selected a female artist, and I know I feel like I, I really could have thrown like Rhapsody into my lyricist. I could have maybe gotten like Miss Yelly into hype. Lil I could have gotten you know, there's a Lil Kim's very good. There's there's a lot of good female artists, and I just had to figure out the best way to fit in. I have I had my hype man, my melodic, my bright future, and my psychedelic. I guess the only two options for a female for me right now would be hype or melodic. I went with the hype. I, I thought you I might go that, Rihanna uh, for the melodic. That would have been. I was I, dude. That was that was my next. That just was in my case next Nikki went. Pick for, exactly. Sierra, that would have been my Sierra. Plan B. Russell Sierra. Russell won't like that though. Yeah, that was heavily considering Sierra. Um, obviously, had to go with B, that queen, you know. But I think no, the great one two step that one. Okay. There, there you go. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with uh, my melodic artist, and this is again, I'm gonna go with a personal favor here because I'm not picking the most melodic person out there right now. Um, I think there are a lot of amazing options I could have gone with here. But for me, for the sound that I'm looking for out of my label. I want this guy on 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 my label. I want him in my sound. I want him incorporated in my the future of my label that I'm I'm cultivating here. And I think that he could have maybe been slotted into the pos- the the role of a bright future artist, but because of the fact that I think his future is so bright because of the ideas that he's been cultivating already in his career, but he already has so much uh, clout and so much respect and so much under his belt that I don't think he, could, he can technically be considered a bright future artist because he's already there. He's already won the number one names in the game. I'm gonna mm. go with Chance the Rapper. Mm. And you guys, you know he's he's my boy. And I listen to a ton of Chance, and he's just one of my personal favorites. And uh, his ability to sing is is just uh, underutilized or underappreciated sometimes. And I, I, that's why I'm going to put him in the role as the melodic guy. I think he's very capable of do, f- fulfilling this role. Um, but, you know, I'm going to lack a little bit in some of that. My, my label now, I don't have a pure singer in my group. Um, but Chance, is, his ability to really get soulful with his with his sound is, is a unique skill that he has that, you know, maybe only Drake can replicate or, or be right now in today's game i think that as a male artist his ability to really toe the line as a hard rapper who could really spit very thoughtful and 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 hard verses um and his ability to really just get like i said soulful and make you feel something like you know how he does on same drugs or a lot of you know that album with um as a coloring book was a lot a lot of very uh melodic tones in that in that album and i think that um, that was really his biggest come up. I mean, Acid Rap's my favorite album of his. Incredible, um, but yeah, but I mean, you, 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 Coloring Book might have been. I think, I think it was his highest grossing album in terms of money made. I think Coloring Book I really think it was his first like actual album. The, was Acid Rap an actual album? Yeah, it was his yeah. first album. Acid Rap was a mixtape, but yeah. Acid Rap probably should have been sold Obviously, as an album yeah. because yeah. it. Shot up the billboard, but, but Ben, look, dude, you I got businessmen. I got businessmen. I got Jay Z. I got Chance. Chance is leading, leading the. He's a pioneer in terms of self self promoted artists. You know, he did the independent oh. route, and he's right. he's one of the most rich rappers out there today. You know, he's, he's putting out very Christmas wealthy. music in the yeah. Christmas season. He's putting out sing song stuff that you just said was his highest grossing album. Might have been, you know, his one of the only albums of the time that he put out, but still. I think 
He's got the mixtape mix clout. And you managed to check one of your favorites as a box, but also you fit the, you know, you fit the category super well. I'm glad that he, you know, you, he's on your squad. I was hoping you'd grab him. Yeah. And you do, I feel bad leaving off some of these people that were, you know, really deserve to be considered as melodic artists. Uh, I think like Childish Gambino is incredible as, as a singer. BJ, the, uh, the Chicago kid is incredible. Um, there's, I mean, I'm just looking at this general list that I have put together as, you know, potential selections, but I mean, Travis Scott, you know, with the auto tune can be considered a possible metal mel- melodic guy. T-Pain. Uh, Future T Pain, uh, so many, so many options. Chris Brown, uh, yeah. but you know this, uh, this, like I said, we're putting together a sound, a personal sound of our favorite artists, and I think Chance had to be. I had to find room for the guy here. Good stuff. All right, we're gonna roll into pick number seventeen overall. It's going back to you, Connor. Slingshotting to you. Your last pick was Kanye as the headliner. You got on your on your squad to summarize. You got Cuddy, Kendrick, Drake, Biggie Smalls, uh, and Kanye. Who are you going? Wow. Who are you going with? They just six wow. guys. Of your, what of your a group. squad! Just right? hearing those names after one after the other. The amount of albums sold on my team. I, I'm definitely taking a financial right. analyst point of view <laughs> you from have the this most one. Money. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely like I looked at like top grossing artists first of all because I was like, all right, let's get that money. Um, and and speaking about some really popular artists and somebody who really knows how to monetize his sound and his brand for trap, I'm going to take Travis Scott. I think he really embodies the sounds of Houston. And when you talk about birds in the trap sing McKnight and you talk about Astro World, he is just another person who's extremely innovative in in what he is willing to do. And then he's also completely adapting to this new world that we live in that's online. He did a concert on Fortnite. I mean, talk about somebody who knows his fan base and can interact with the fans. Incredible. Um, another guy who dated somebody in the Kardashian Jenner family as well, married to him, had a baby. So I like to have that, that connection there between Kanye and Travis Scott on the same team. They can both relate to their breakups with the Kardashians. They can and relate to that. I, guess I also have Drake. And when you think about sicko mode, that might've been one of the most overplayed oh, yeah. songs on the radio and on everyone's playlist I've ever heard. And to have yeah, both dude, of those artists on the money. same team, I'm really excited. So I'm, um, Travis Scott, you might baby. as well print your own money. Connor, <laughs> Connor's label might as well print their own money. I mean, you got you got your own compound in Calabasas. You might as well start printing your own money. You have, start generating your own Federal Reserve out of, out of Calabasas. So Jerome Powell might have to call up my record label if he needs to have more quantitative easing in the stock market and and for these stimulus checks. It might be my record label paying him out. <laughs> Biden, give me a call. Dude, <laughs> There's- How old is Travis Scott? Because I feel like his future is super bright as well. One of those guys that has already cultivated the clout and respect. Of, is he 30? 28. I just looked it up. 28 out of Houston. Full name, Hakes Berman Webster II. Did not know that one. <laughs> Do you know yeah. that? His you name is Hakes. That. That's a hell of a name. Might be Jock. 
Jacques. And obviously Hacus? an extreme, extremely memeable person. If, if you remember like the stuff with the, the, um, the, the mic stand and how insane he looked holding it over oh, his yeah. head. He looked like SpongeBob yeah. as a caveman, you know, like this, this guy is just going to be a great trap artist, somebody who really embodies the, the sound of the South. And, you know, he has, you know, songs like Houston, Atlanta, Vegas and stuff like that. Like he really fun. Uh, glad to have him on the team. Add, adding a little more young energy as well. Love it. All right, Austin. It's your next pick. You've got back-to-back eight, uh, 18 and 19. So far on your roster, you got Eminem, Tupac, Beyonce, Lil John, Lil Baby. The, dude, you're getting real little on your <laughs> That's <laughs> really coming next. You already know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you got to get no, – <laughs> All right, Austin, who else you who else you add into your to your uh your label here? All right, brother. I'm gonna go with my boom bap artist next. One of my personal favorites. Been listening to him, been studying him actually for years. KRS one. Oh, love it. And the father of Boom Bap, tribute. one of the fathers of Boom Bap, Nas is definitely, definitely up there as well, Benny Boy. Um, but he just, I have to pay homage to one of the grace, one of the oh, greats yeah. here, because I think the theme of my label I'm kind of realizing now is truly embodying the subgenre that I'm selecting. Right. So sound of the police, I can't wake up, step into my world. Dude, into people the world. are going to be studying your label. The music that your label produces is going to be studied for that's the generations. Hope. That's the hope. Just, he just manages to always keep it real with his lyrics while still being super creative um, you know, the double and triple entendres that he includes while being funny at the same time, because you got to be able to, you want to have the combination of being able to listen to it while still having it make you think a little bit. Right. But it's got to be fun to listen to. And he's found that happy medium. I read mm-hmm. somewhere that he just reads the dictionary for fun. Like oh, often yes. something. Eminem also does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. I mean that, that really, it impressed me. And, I'm happy to have him. It's a good pick. You're paying homage to some really incredible artists in the in the rap and hip hop community. I mean, let alone, I mean, you you got you got Eminem, who's possibly one of the greatest rappers, if not the greatest rapper of all time. You got Tupac, who is the, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. You got We're Beyonce, who is the queen. queen She's the greatest female artist of ever. Basically, queen you got oh man, Lil John, who invented hype. Lil Baby, who's probably the most young and up-and-coming artist right now. Dude, this label you're, you're putting together is amongst the hip-hop pantheon of greats. Appreciate dude. it, brother. I appreciate it. Doing what I All can. Right. You guys are... Hey, can't say you haven't been taking some of my picks, though. You guys <laughs> got hot hands over there. All right, buddy. You're uh, you're going back-to-back here. Who are you following up with uh, after KRS-One? So I'm going to go, obviously, with my trap artist here. The person that I just think of immediately when I think of trap and that is TI TI has long been given credit for coining the term trap music with his album trap music in 2003, (laughs) you know, he's got all the, all the tracks that you and I've been singing for years, Ben and Connor 24s. You don't know me, bring them out. What you know. I mean, he manages to have that trap sound, that deep 808, rock your head sound with the high quality lyrics, you know, which can sometimes be harder to come by, especially in a genre like this. Um, the trap artist that you selected, Connor, you picked Travis mm-hmm. Scott, right? He does the same exact thing. Great lyrics, 
while maintaining that headbang feel. Um, and he's been long thought of as the king of the South. Yeah, but dude, the TI pick, excellent pick. The guy's an incredible businessman. Yeah, I was going to say, another guy's been I mean, in some movies and some acting. Yeah. TI is going to take uh, take little baby under his wing and make him a mm. star. So, you know, T and you know, TI, I remember my first, I, I still think of TI when I think of my, literally my first day of high school, I think of TI because my brother, him and I woke up, at, we had to go to high school at like 6 a.m. or it was early. I think it was still dark out. And I remember we, it was, I was excited to start driving to school with my brother because we had to commute like an hour to high school. So it was a long drive. My brother was a senior and it was the first time we ever went to school together. And, you know, obviously as a younger brother, you look up to your older brother, you'd be like, I listen to the same music. I listen to a lot of, the th I like, I used to just, you know, emulate or try to, you know, be like my older brother. And I remember the first song he put on in the car when we started driving, Top Back by T.I. Yeah. And I remember thinking, that song fucking bumped, dude. <laughs> Don't tell mom I'm listening to it. Down low, down low, down low. Dude, that song just gets you going, dude. The and horns come in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I, I think of that song every time I think of my first day of high school. That was literally, awesome. we hopped in the car. It was like 6 a.m. And I'm just like, what is this, Zach? I'm like, oh, damn. Like, dude. That's great, dude. I love yeah. that story. T.I. is an incredible artist, someone that is probably a little bit underappreciated in terms of some of the greatest artists in, in hip hop and rap and someone who is just going to be always known for his bit, great business acumen, his intelligence. Another guy, did you say KRS-One reads a dictionary? I'm fairly certain T.I. does the same. I, I'm fairly certain he does. Very uh, meticulous with the words that he chooses to say and someone who is almost nerdy with with the way that how educated and how smart and intelligent the man is ti great great selection has for that trap real southern draw to his rap too like you can tell he embodies the trap in the south you can mm -hmm. you know where oh, he's yeah. from and you know he's gonna rep it love it you know and i really <laughs> i really like ti on that uh rhythm and flow uh i don't know if you guys have seen it on netflix it's like a basically like american idol but for rappers and it was netflix produced and uh, Chance, Cardi B, and T.I. were the judges. T.I. was my favorite judge, easily. T.I. knew what he was doing. Um, I'm pretty sure he selected the artist that ended up winning, D. Smoke. He ended up, I think he he picked him in the beginning as nice. someone that he, because they all like went through their hoods or whatever and and selected people from their, you know, their regions of, of the U.S. Hmm. And I'm fairly certain D. Smoke was someone that T.I. ended up bringing into the competition. And, T.I., man, just has an eye for talent, someone who's inc incredibly talented in his own right. So, love the pick, Cosm. Thank you, brother. All right, Connor, you're up. 20th overall. Um, who, who, what roles do you have left, uh, Connor? I need to fill out my hype and my bright future roles. And this cool, round, cool, cool. I'm going to take my hype man, and actually, it's also going to be my hype woman, somebody who's feuded with your hype woman, Ben, and I'm going with Cardi B. Uh, this mm. woman, dude, you are making is money. A ball of energy, just extremely. Like you think of Bodak Yellow, and you think about making money moves. I mean, that song comes on, and your energy level rises. You gotta get out of your chair. And then she has other jams yeah. with rappers like Bad Bunny. You know, she taps into the different cultures, and and then also. Mm -hmm. she, 
she's married uh, to, is it Offset? Well, you know, one of the Migos. Offset. So now I'm going to get Migos coming into my crew a little bit. And they're <laughs> going to be featured on some songs. And so I, I have that whole synergy. Really exciting. I love and, and also That's... you get Cardi and, and, and her ad libs and the oh, and the, all the videos, the Instagram. I mean, get her on stage too. Even if she's just in the background, yeah. you know, she's going to be going crazy. She's... Former stripper. So, you know, she's got the one moves. Of those... Like she's going to be hyped oh. all over the stage. Oh, yeah. I mean, the shows, I, I saw Cardi B at the BET Awards maybe like two, three years ago, and she stole the show. It was with Migos and with Cardi B, and Lil Baby was there, um, and I think Trippy Red were the main artists. And Cardi B has a knack for whatever she's doing, whatever, if she's performing, if she's on a song, a record. Doing an interview. Whatever I she mean, does, she has, like, she has a knack. Exactly. An interview, she has a knack for stealing the show. Making for just grabbing the attention of all the listeners, the consumers of the content that she's on. She just has a knack for just overshadowing the people that she's involved with because she's just that talented. She's like a she's just got her own gravitational pool. The girl is just you can't you can't stop watching her. You can't stop. She could have easily been my bright future artist, too. Oh, well, Connor, I was going to say yet another artist that could sell out an entire stadium She's basically if clickbait was a person. Corona right? like, <laughs> I mean, Connor, your label's got record sales and mutability oh. and just that longevity for being able to stay out on the web yeah. forever. Literally forever. I, I want to be in front of I mean, people's faces. That's the goal with this team right here. This is oh. awesome, dude. Connor, you got the ultimate money-making business he label. Does. Austin has the ultimate historically respected hip hop label of just incredibly respected favorite rappers, your favorite rappers, favorite rapper, like I said. And then I I feel like I'm I'm going with my personal favorite sounds. Like I just, (laughs) I'm just kind of a mix between it all because I'm a little bit between the two of you in terms of, you know. Frankly, I'm I'm jealous of your squad because you're finding your favorites. Like I have to give a quick shout out before the podcast ends to Big Crit because he did not fit perfectly in one of these oh, categories yeah. and yeah. you eliminated the uh, the most underrated category <laughs> oh, which yeah. I, I was a little yeah. little hurt about to be honest uh, but he would have been there and yeah I, the fact that you get yeah. to have a favorite you should be happy about that you know yeah dude but you should have thrown big uh he's not really a trap no, artist he yeah. sings he does he, sing most so underrated would have been a great choice Mm-hmm. That would me. that big, big crit deserves mentioning. I mean, that guy yeah, is in, from Melodic. I, I was thinking, little, uh, not uh, Melodic would have been Young Thug too. I love the way he can come on a song and I chorus and just sing. Beautiful Thug yeah, Girls the hype all too. singing, and, and that was one of my favorite albums. Yeah. And it's weird to think about, you know, like a rapper singing an entire album. Love the way he can put his vocals. So I want to give him and a shot because I love Young Thug. Exactly, love it. All right. I uh, I got two picks. I'm running out my team here, here with my go. last two selections. I have what well, are the categories, Ben? I have uh, I have bright future and I have psychedelic. Yeah. Um, so for my bright future artist, I'm gonna go with another personal favorite, uh, Corday. And I don't know how familiar with you guys are with Corday, uh, but in my opinion, has the most talent out of anybody in their in their young career so far and you li- if you listen to his album that he put out um and you remember had chance on you know uh bad idea and it, it, Cord- corday for me his lyricism is 
it's already amongst some of the best in, in the current rap game. I mean, the Lost Boy album, I'm, I couldn't think of the name. The Lost Boy album came out in 2019, so two years ago now. Corday's that album for me really put me on to Corday. And, and at that time, he was still young, known as YBN Corday. Mm-hmm. Corday is someone who I think has an extremely bright future as, as an artist. And I, I think the, the, the guy's dating uh, Naomi, Naomi, uh, Naomi Osaka, mm-hmm. basically the number – she is the number one ranked female tennis player right now. Uh, already has – already has a, a sponsorship with Puma. So a, a businessman in his own right as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very fun individual, someone who, when you hear him speak, actually kind of has a little bit of a lisp. And, you know, he get when you hear him rap, he uses that kind of unique sound as he's a great singer when he does it. And he, he also, like I said, incredible lyricist, really just the way he stays in the pocket and the way that he, uh, you know, mixes up his rhymes and his lyricism is very, very, very talented. I think that he's got a very bright future ahead of him. I think Corday is um, someone who's underrated right now in the current rap game. I, I really like his music. Have you guys heard? Have you guys listened to any of his stuff? A little bit. How old has he been? You said you didn't say his age. Is he, he like a teenager? Still? I mean, he's I don't know really young. How, no, he's not. He's, he's like, like young twenties. Twenty-two. He's, uh, Twenty-three years old, out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Corday Amari Dunstan. Stunned. He uh, dropped out of Townsend University, so he was going to school in Baltimore, I believe. Townsend's in Baltimore, I think, and um, and just really knew that he was destined for greatness in in rap. That's how he kind of says it. He he was very confident in his ability to, and you could see that how confident he is when he raps. And I think he's a very talented guy, and I'm really glad that I got him on my on my label. Someone who's already worked with Chance. So someone that, you know, someone who's already on my label and he's already worked with a lot of great artists. Um, So someone that I think that I'm excited to to bring on, on board the Benny P's rap label here as the, uh, the young up and comer. So um, let me roll into my last selection here. All right. Round out my roster. Again, I'll, I'll I'll read off who I got so far. I got uh, actually, let me give my pick and then we'll read it off. Okay. Um, My last, my psychedelic artist, um, and you know, the reason why I held back on this one is because Kid Cudi is the psych- is the psychedelic like artist. He's pick. number yeah. one. Yeah. So I have to go with my plan B here as a psychedelic and, and my personal favorite's Mac Miller, but I'm not going to go with Mac Miller because I am downgrading him for being, <laughs> sounds terrible. I'm downgrading him for being deceased. And so I, I just don't, I don't he think been he, a lot uh, too, the way he sings and flows. Yeah. I love Mac Miller, but you know, I think that the next guy... Who I think of with psychedelic stuff is Wiz Khalifa. Yep. So give me Wiz as my as my psychedelic guy. I think that he, alongside Kid Cudi, really encapsulates the psychedelic genre. Yep. Someone who's just always smoking weed. You know, he tweets out every morning, basically. You know, just woke up, go smoke some weed to start your day or something like that. Like the guy, he lives the lifestyle. He roll lives one up it. and start your day. I think he's yeah, roll yeah. And the guy is, I mean, someone that every. Every artist who ever dreams of, you know, trickling into the psychedelic genre dreams of getting on on a, on a record with Wiz Khalifa. Paper I planes. mean, guys like Logic. Got, yeah, I mean, these guys really just want to work with Wiz Khalifa and and you know you get the partnerships with Snoop that, too. Yeah, totally. You know, Austin and I saw Snoop and Wiz Khalifa perform together in Massachusetts. They, they put a and, movie out together. You know, yeah. What is it? Mac and show. something in high school or something? What, what was it? Yeah, we it was like it was, more year, I think, Austin. 
did. Yeah, I can't remember the second name. Mac, mac and, and cheese was it? Like honestly, that was so funny though. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta that was a ride of a movie. Dell or Dev? Mac and Devin. Yeah, that's exactly it. Mac and Devin. That was a great movie. You so know, you got you got the movie aspect. He's an actor. Yeah, and I, I you know I, I don't I don't think Wiz is the greatest rapper. Uh, I think he might be one of in terms of talent, one of the, probably one of the lower talented rappers that we've selected so far. Just because we're talking about the greatest of all time in hip hop, and so he for me he's maybe top fifty in terms of like talent as a hip hop artist. But we, we talk about psychedelic ability in this subgenre. I mean, Wiz Khalifa encapsulates that. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Wiz as my psychedelic artist. That's a great. If you're then, taking in some legal marijuana in your state. Putting on some Wiz Khalifa is going to be a very nice experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Most everybody has a Wiz song or two on their playlist for that reason, Lars. I think, I mean, Ben, you're going to get to work with Taylor Gang, right? You're going to get to work Mm -hmm. with all those other artists that come along with Wiz. Smoke is a currency, you know, to say a few. And he's also, I mean, he's also has the ability to, we talked about, the importance of making money as a label. He also has the ability mm-hmm. to do that. I mean, he has albums like I mean, the record with uh, Charlie. What's that? That one, the the Fast and Furious song, uh, "See mm-hmm. You Again." That, yeah, I mean, huge. that's a commercial song that you know, yeah. million got millions and millions of listens. And "Young, Wild, and Free" was a very, very commercial, popular song with Snoop. "Sucker for Pain." I mean, those are very popular songs that yeah. you know Wiz could get on. But he also has some of like that feel of like a mixtape rapper and a guy who gets in the the you know, the underground hip hop community as well. So I really personally, my favorite song of his, one of my favorite songs that I still listen to today is, I mean, it's not my, probably not my favorite Wiz, but my guilty favorite that, you know, when it comes on in my rotation of songs I listen to on my Spotify, I, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta get homage to be okay off rolling papers too. And have you guys listened to that song? Yeah. A great song. I I just really, I just, I'd say it's a deep cut. It's 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 not a pop, one of his most popular joints, but I just it's one of my guilty favorites. One of those songs that I just on for the purposes of this podcast, bringing attention to things that we really enjoy listening to and, and consume as in in this genre of music. Be okay is a song off Whiskey If you haven't heard it, you should. It's a good song. It has like you know that has a little bit of a tambourine on the on the the hi hats. And uh, it's just it's it's one of his he raps about how he uh, his relationship with his with his ex-wife, basically. And um, he just talks about how he's, you know, he's OK with he got his family and his friends and he's mm-hmm. OK. You know that and he's got his son and, you know, he that's his life. And I think that that's a song that I just wanted to pay homage to because I think Wiz is, is a guy that, you know, gets underappreciated sometimes in terms of he's got such a plethora of songs that he's mm-hmm. put out. That so many of them, so many of them get overlooked because of the qual the, the quantity Black or and yellow starting to or tip the nothing. balance in terms he's of he's got so much. Yeah. I mean I was the just quantity, one drop. of those guys that the quantity almost overtips the quality because yeah. he's he's at, at pick at peak wit whiz i mean the guy's an awesome artist you know that sometimes i don't think he gets considered as one of the greats because of he puts so much stuff out that sometimes it's like oh this is just another whiz song you know it sounds like all the other hundreds of songs that he's put out so that's dude that's notorious for happening in the pop hip-hop genre they tend mm-hmm. to kind of sound alike sometimes and i want to give a quick shout out to just what you're saying if you're a listener out there who has only heard black and yellow forward Wiz Khalifa 
do yourself a favor and dive deeper into the mixtape whiz like cabin fever cushion mm-hmm. oj i mean how fly any of them pick them you'll find an appreciation for the sound that he had before he was really that radio pop hip hop star that you hear now. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so to round out my team, I got Jay Z, Nas, Two Chains, J Cole, uh, Nicki Minaj, Chance the Rapper, Corday, and Wiz Khalifa. Oh, dude, heavy hitters. Yeah, this is the fun exercise, dude. All of our teams are just I feel like bad for all oh, the they, artists you, you salivate too. I know no, we'll have Wayne to do a little future, bit of a, a, like, snub, oh God, a snub section. You know, these guys aren't on right. There. Lil Wayne is the biggest snub yeah. so far for me. All right, uh, um, Connor, you're going with your last selection right, of of our uh, our draft here. 23 overall, second to last selection. Austin's gonna close it out after this. Connor, uh, your last artist is your bright. Is it your bright it future is my artist? Bright future artist, and it's somebody who's. Uh, very similar to Austin's bright future future artist. It's not Lil Baby, but it's Da Baby. And great pick. this guy yeah, came onto pick. the scene and all of a sudden he's already got like 10, 15 hits. Like out of nowhere, you have like Bob and Shug and Rockstar. And and with, with a song like Rockstar too, you see the different abilities he has where he can sing a little bit and be more melodic, but also he can come on in a song like Bop and just go heavy and hard like Shug and and get you jacked up. And and he's another person who who's always in front of a camera and he's starting controversy mm. and he's creating media attention so he's gonna fit right into the roster of crazies that i put together and we're just gonna be having an insane party on the connor larson record label over here (laughs) oh dude this is a sexy label label, baby um (laughs) dude my favorite babe the baby um moment is his music video on going baby where he's have you seen that he's on like a commercial airline and they're telling him like something about how he's like breaking the rules or something like that or he has something he's doing on the plane that is making them making them Mm kick him off basically and he's like you know what i'm gonna fly private he's like fuck this like you know fuck you like i'm gonna go fly private and he told on the music video he goes hops hops on a private jet and he's like I'm going baby on baby. And it's and dude, it's so funny. He's got like a little fake baby with him and stuff like that. It's so funny, dude. I, that's one of his older songs on uh ba- the album Baby on Baby, but this is a this is a great pick. Somebody with a very bright future and um fits perfectly so, into his label, yeah. isn't it, Ben? Totally. I mean, I could totally see the baby working with Drake and oh, dude. I, I love I love the pick Kendrick. That would be a great combination. Travis Scott, that would be awesome. The baby and Travis Scott. I like the pick, Connor. I think that DaBaby is, has got a, some of the some and of the brightest futures of uh, anybody who, in the game right now. Lyrics and whose beats can be extremely intense, like Notorious B.I.G. too. And so I see some of the influence that he's had on somebody else on my team in DaBaby, and and I'm excited for his future. Another really young and and you know up and coming artist who who's extremely popular and has the chance to even grab more market share. Yeah. Oh man, what a great I, dude! When you think of the baby songs, I just get a 
they get stuck in my head, dude. I could, I could like just picture so many different songs of his that are just like, they're just, they're just like uh, earworms. Yeah. They just get in your head and you're just like, you, you they're just so catchy. He's so got dead. so, he's, he's got such great rhythm that he, when he rhymes and he keeps the rhythm flowing, it's like, and, oh, he's a great delivery. My, the delivery yeah. of his is Like my, is my wife doesn't amazing. necessarily love rap music. And when I have like some of the more hardcore rap music on, but then baby comes on and she's like, oh, I love this. You know, what is this? And I'm like, oh, this is like rap music too. This is pretty heavy. But the way he's able to cultivate the beat and the way he's able to rap over it, it's just different it's a completely different sound i like it all right connor let's uh read off the rest of your roster here you got you went with kid cuddy kendrick lamar drake biggie small kanye west travis scott cardi b and da baby dude what a what a freaking <laughs> label man you're gonna make millions and billions of dollars with this label dude this I is like, like the tim cook and bill gates and jeff bezos of record labels right yeah. here <laughs> yeah they walk out their door they're making money i'm doing <laughs> money is it's falling a- out the pockets we can't hold it all it's gonna be effortless for that label uh, high maintenance but effortless. it's gonna be a lot of energy on my end to be able to manage this crew <laughs> you're gonna be you're never gonna sleep <laughs> who's in jail now who did what what who did Kanye punch <laughs> you're not gonna be surprised you will not you, you nothing will surprise you any phone call you, you you can you will not know what to expect Kanye West will be calling you at 3 a.m in the morning and you will be like what now Kanye did you hear What's what up, the baby man? just did I got a problem <laughs> <laughs> all right Austin but round us out here, the last selection of our fantasy style hip hop rapper draft. You got a great squad going round. Uh, bring it home. Who's the last artist you're going to go with? All right, finishing strong here with another artist that sort of embodies and really speaks to their category currency. It's my psychedelic mm. or my stoner hip hop artist, and just one of the most consistent artists I've ever listened to. Always fitting right into his category. It can you know, tether you to a certain spot, but the amount of music that he releases, the amount of high quality music he releases just keeps them in that just consistent top tier artist level, in my opinion. Yeah. His mixtape were always on his mixtapes were so on point. Artists like him never really needed to release label. I mean, excuse me, albums on major labels. You know, mm-hmm. like Acid Rap, we were talking about earlier. If that had been released as an album, he wouldn't have had to do another project for years, right? right? <laughs> yeah. So, New Jet City, uh, the Pilot Talk series, mm-hmm. Stoned Immaculate, How Fly with Wiz, I already mentioned earlier. Cigarette Boats is one of my personal favorites. I could go on and on. Um, this is an artist where the quantity does not teeter his quality. Um, welcome, currency, spit <laughs> and ready. Dude. I love the pick. One of you again. You we talked about how we were trying to find our personal favorites. Currency, I know, is one of your personal faves. Yes, sir. Um, also, someone who I think kind of can get lumped in with the same kind of themes that we were talking about with Wiz Khalifa in terms of. Uh, I love Currency, but I don't listen to an, uh, as many, much of his music as you because someone who puts out so much music that it's overwhelming mm-hmm. sometimes. It is, and and he has a very similar sound um as wiz does sometimes you know mm-hmm. and he'll have he'll have you know records where 90 percent of or i don't know, maybe that's that's not doing it just maybe like half of the records that you listen to of his on, on the new stuff that he's put i put that he'll put out will be like the same sound that you heard currency two years ago and so you listen to it and you're like it's good for one or two listens but then it doesn't have as much re-listen uh capability yeah 
But for me, currency is like you said, encapsulates this subgenre of psychedelic artistry in rap and hip hop. I mean, somebody who I think we picked three guys as our psychedelic rappers who perfectly like that might yeah, be our, one of our best our best subgenre selections because Cuddy yeah. and Wiz and Currency might be my top three when it comes to this, this yeah. type of rap. For me, there's there's a couple other because you know Schoolboy Q is one of my favorites. You know Groovy Q, Ooh. he's got song like yes. Collar Greens. He's always got the hippie glasses on. I mean, he really lives that that groovy lifestyle. And then somebody who is is no old head in the game, uh, Juicy J would have been also a fantastic pick mm. really fun category love, love your guys picks just wanted to shout out those guys because and, and snoop of course too um so i so oh, wanted to shout out those three because definitely definitely deserve to have their names be at least mentioned in the honorable mention there for sure um dude yeah i mean we could go on for days talking about our favorite artists because i mean I, we talked about snubs i mean we i really love big sean i love black thought as a lyricist both those guys anderson pack is an incredible melodic yes. artist who also plays the drums when he raps jeremiah can hop on any track in the rap and hip-hop community right now and be a guy that brings soul and melody to any track that he go, hops onto khalid is another guy who sings very well in this in this genre Ocean, if you uh, want to talk about a singer singer movie. yes uh frank ocean um i really love vic mensa i think vic mensa's got a bright future I, his last project that he put out uh uh what was it called it had machiavelli and it was a, it was a great great little project that he put together uh i think vic mensa puts out good stuff uh no name is a female rapper who gets underappreciated sometimes she's an incredible lyricist i mean lupe I on, fiasco as a lyricist or waka flocka as a hype man lupe. like there, there are some fantastic lupe has picks. one of my favorite albums ever lupe the uh the the cool lupe fiasco is the cool one of my top five favorite albums yep. of all time as it should be. an incredible as it incredible be. album uh, ah, man, Dr. Dre didn't get selected. Lil you know? Wayne didn't get selected. Yeah, Pharrell, DMX, oh, as a Rick man. Ross, R- Ricky Rose, Ricky dude. R- oh man. Yeah, man, Andre 3000 is one of the greatest lyricists ever. I mean, French incredible. Montana could I mean, have DMX been a fun is, hype man too. With that, DMX would have been a hype man yeah. too. Andre 3000 DMX. and DMX were both this close to being a part of my mm-hmm. label. I mean, really, mm-hmm. like Razor yeah. Common is incredible lyricist as well. I uh, mean, lyricist, killer uh, Mike. And he he's somebody who was active in the political game too, and and so not well just said, in yeah. his music, but he really lived it. He lives what he speaks in his songs, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the Migos, right. Quavo, Offset, Takeoff. Some off. of those groups too. So we talented. Avoided. And, and it, the reason why I feel like they were selected is because they're right. the Migos. The, it's a right. Package. I mean, they all, they all, they all compensate for their shortfalls because I feel like Quavo is incredible at what he does. Yeah. But he needs Offset and Takeoff to bring the lyricism and the mm-hmm. delivery. And then Offset is an incredible lyricist, an incredible delivery, and, but he needs Quavo to bring in, in the, the fields hooks, and, you know. and the the, the yeah the hooks. That's exactly and, right. Yeah. And Takeoff is. is possibly the most talented of the bunch and takeoff but also really needs like i think quavo really he, he he's the glue uh, to the two you know, hardcore rappers between exactly. those guys exactly. yeah absolutely they they, yeah. they make a very fantastic combo you know it's like a lasagna they got all the different layers you got the cheese and the sauce and the meats it's a it's a fantastic trio there just to speak to groups again, I feel like another group that would have been taken had we not made the alterations to the group c- category this draft, Ben, 
three six mafia and mm. flatbush zombies yeah i mean yeah. Obviously, a, a tribe called quest, quest too obviously NWA, public uh, enemy i mean looking DMC. back it's hard to pick apart those groups because of the value that the entirety of the right. group brings. Exactly. You, know? you don't want just one piece. I, feel like I'm, yeah. I don't want just one piece. Yeah. If you don't get anything but this out of out of this podcast that we put together today, it's you should hear an artist or two at least that we discussed today that maybe you need to bulk up on. Maybe you need to listen to more of their stuff if you haven't already. Because there's 24 guys that we selected here that deserve listening, deserve respect, and deserve your time and attention. And if you haven't observed these artists and the ones that we also mentioned in our snub categories, you should because they are important in the hip hop community. And if you like rap and hip hop, you need to, you know, start if you if you listen to it and you don't know a lot about these artists that we discussed you got to broaden your horizons a little bit, you know, and I'm sure that we're missing some people. I mean, we could go on for hours. Like I said, I mean, just off the top of my head right now, that just happened. MF doom deserves some, some yeah. nod. He just passed away Absolutely. like last month. Absolutely. Somebody who is an all time lyricist, an all time rhythmic rapper and uh, a boom bap guy in his own right too. Uh, MF doom was incredible. Some guys that like these, these teams that we put together are, are awesome. Um, but Austin, I didn't read off your team. So let me let me read off your whole label. Let's hear it, we'll baby. Talk, let's 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 you know let's uh, listen to it as a as a group here. We got Eminem, Tupac, Beyonce, Lil Jon, Lil Baby, KRS-One, Ti, and Currency. Oh, there we have it. How fun! What a fun! What a fun bunch! That's that gonna would be a good be. time in the studio, cranking out, dude. It's gonna be a good time. The, the the quality of the sound that the, that bunch would put together would be impeccable. Fantastic. That would be a lot of fun. Dude, imagine being able to see Eminem and Tupac in the studio together. I know. I was just going to say that. Each other. Oh, my God. The, just the creativity that's going to come out of that group, it, it should be second to none. Might not sell as many seats out like your label would, Connor. Um, I think the albums that are going to come out in particular – you know, obviously they're great live as well, but the albums coming out of that studio yeah. would be the, I mean, the re-listen quality here. of your group is going to be fantastic. Exactly you know, just something some if you're you're doing your homework or something, I I would want to put on your team's albums for sure and just have that running through my head, the intelligence, the the lyrics that's going to come from that group. Yeah, I think that out of the people that Connor and I selected, if we asked them who do you think put together the best label i would say austin they would say austin's label because they austin has like a one through eight are your favorite rappers favorite artists and the guys that everybody who has made it made it or made a name for themselves in this genre of music really pays homage to a lot of the people that austin selected in his label I, I really like it i think that like i said austin has the historically excellent label connor has the commercial success and the, the you know the money making team and i think i got a good sound but you know man what a fun what a fun exercise that was it was a great time man great time appreciate you having us on again ata all, right, all things analysis man i'm happy to be here it's just it's been yeah. it's been a great thank time. you for joining right on. long overdue buddy that wasn't so bad, right, Austin? A good not time. Not at all, man. Not we at don't all. Bite, <laughs> we're burning. 
Nah, dude, I love it. I love the, you know, what you guys are putting out. I see your content on all the platforms. Try to support it when I can. Always trying to put the homies on. Oh, yeah. Dude, Austin is probably our biggest fan. Likes all of our SoundCloud tracks and our, our oh, Spotify baby. tracks. And dude, Austin is uh, a big ATA guy and we appreciate bringing him on. We was, it was about time. So My pleasure, man. My pleasure. Thanks our again, thing. guys. Yeah. Austin, any, anything you want to plug? Uh, uh, a project you're working on? A social media account you'd like to plug? Anything? Friends, family. Just want to shout, close it out. Yeah. Shout out to my beautiful girlfriend, Emma Brett, real quick. Uh, <laughs> of my course. dog, Ravioli. Obviously, Ravioli. Oh, Ravioli. My girl. Dude. Most beautiful English Springer Spaniel you've ever seen. I was going to say, <laughs> um, dude, super you, you picked Eminem, and I was like, it sounds a lot like Emma. Like, no wonder this was the first pick. Emma, <laughs> you know, like, come on now. Yeah. It's in my head at this point. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like that we're we, we're on the track to the name of Austin's label. It's got to be M something. M Nem. M excellence or something like that. Or that's great. That's great. No man, I'm just you know this was uh, one of the highlights for the the pandemic for me. Obviously, I haven't been able to get out as often. Lost touch with friends. Um, don't totally. do this stuff nearly enough. So not enough, dude, this is, that was another aspect of why this was important for me to, you know, bring the bunch together. Cause this pandemic is separating friends and, and, you know, for, you know, for us, our friendships, I feel like, you know, we, we talked, we hopped on this zoom call together and no, no time's mm-hmm. passed, you know, we pick up where we left off, but sometimes I feel like we're in the studio you know, together, you, just whipping it to, you know, yeah. chopping it up. <laughs> yeah. Cooking, cooking. Yeah. Sometimes you got to set time, time apart, you know, yeah. just to, you know, get, get in, get in a, a call together and, you know, catch up. I'm really disappointed we couldn't get a little Shazad on, on here. We get a little uh, senior year roommate reunion. You know, reunion, but I would love that next time. <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun. Shazad, right, we called thanks, you guys. out. That's I, it right there. You got to come on now. Man, I love that kid. But man, what a great time this was. Uh really appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. Um, looking forward to getting it out and, and. Hearing, hearing the the feedback that listeners have because I think we really paid some great homages, some amazing artists, and if 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 you think we missed somebody, if you know if you you know you really think that there was a big snub that we didn't mention, as a listener, please let us know. We would love to hear you know everybody's opinion. That's what this is all about, you know, sharing your opinions about something music that we really love to listen to. Everybody's different in terms of their individual tastes and and favorites in these genres of music music is really about individuality and how you experience it and i think that we you know encapsulated our 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 personal favorites and our personal you know guys that we wanted to highlight and i think you learn a little bit about each of us in our rosters here too which is cool you know i can see austin's style coming through in his picks and your style coming through in yours ben and, and clearly mine too and what we're each focused on so that you guys learn a little bit about us too in terms of who we're picking on our teams Totally, totally. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. Remember, everybody, I really appreciate you listening. Remember to follow All Things Analysis on our social media content. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. What else do we got, Connor? LinkedIn, LinkedIn. Stock StockTwits. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to allthingsanalysis.com. Subscribe on our website. We got a, a reboot coming. ATA is blossoming. We got some new content coming up. We're, I'm going to be covering some uh, Major League Baseball preview for the upcoming season really looking forward to that uh so be, be sure to subscribe to ata allthingsanalysis.com to uh know when that for that article is first published i'll be tweeting it out as well on our social media also uh please subscribe rate review vicious talk with benny p really appreciate you guys listening on all the soundcloud all the uh podcast platforms spotify soundcloud 
Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Google Podcasts. We're on all of them. Really appreciate all the support we've been getting. Uh, this is, again, episode 64. So we've got a little bit of a catalog under us, under our belt now. And we're, uh, we're you know, going to keep building on it. So really appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thank you again for listening. We're going to wrap it up here. Remember to ask yourself at the end of the day, are you vicious? <laughs>